0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: From News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT, this is Good Morning BT with Beau Thompson and Beth Troutman. partner can't you see the music is
2: just starting night is calling
3: This is coming from the Beth Yacht today? Apparently. Crashing your yachts <laughs> many times.
4: I don't even know all the lyrics to this song. All I know is the dance with me. I wanna be your partner. So poor little Zoe this morning got a full on full-on dance fest with me.
5: What? Uh, who is this, by the way? I or- don't know. Orleans. Orleans. I know the song. I couldn't think who it was.
4: Oh, of course, it's
3: Orleans, <laughs>
4: the hit band.
3: Well, when you said it to me coming in, I was like, Oh, is that, is that Abba?
4: And I said, I have no yeah. idea. I
3: love Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> <laughs> who it was?
4: That's what's <laughs> Dan hilarious. Dan Fogelberg. There's, there, there's <laughs> no rhyme. this that or sad
5: New Year's song. What
3: is yeah. that song?
4: <laughs> 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 old oh, oh,
3: Yeah. Is that oh, what they call that it, song? And it is <laughs> it, uh, it's same old Zion right? And that what's called. Dan Fogelberg It's something like that
4: I have
5: no idea I just know idea, it's like a but... sad New Year's song I can't remember Anything apparently I didn't know this was Orleans
4: <laughs> Not New Orleans Orleans <laughs> That's right <laughs> It is And a harmonica solo Who knew that that was in this song I don't think I've ever Stevie heard... Wonder everyone like
5: I this is, Yeah I hate this song <laughs> Like we redid the list of songs I'll put this instead of uh, Fast Car
3: on there <laughs> I hate this song Wait
4: this is a New Year's song?
3: Yeah Same old Lang Syne But <laughs> yeah. She married. How
2: is this a
4: New Year's song?
5: <laughs> Let's go, I don't know. Let's go back to this. Isn't it, called like, isn't it like called "Old Lang Syne"? Or yeah, something it's like called that? "Same Old Lang Syne." Yeah, that's why I probably think that somewhere in the lyrics or something
2: that has
4: to does do with it. Yeah, yeah, does he? I know that it's just like a breakup song. Like
2: I, and been a
4: I hate songs that. Well, no, I don't hate songs that tell a story, but this one tells a creepy story. <laughs> like, it just, it's
6: just—it's just there. I just—but
4: it's the same chord progression. Da, 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 da.
3: Yeah, let's go back to the other
4: one.
3: Yeah, can't go wrong with harmonicas in the '70s and '80s, right? Although every time I hear this, I feel like it's uh, Stevie Wonder. This is Stevie Wonder song. Orleans with
5: Stevie Wonder. <laughs> on the harmonica. Something that was never said. <laughs> Featuring Dan Fogelberg.
3: <laughs> all right. See where you right. take us? Thank you.
4: Yeah, and I am so sad. I completely forgotten about that song where the lady married herself an architect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> last
5: case of emotion.
2: One <laughs> like,
5: like, who would want to like, put this on? Like, you're in your 8-track driving around and put your 8-track player... And there we go. I want to hear this song now. It's very sad. That's the whole point. It's like so unbelievably sad. Melancholy New Year.
4: Oh, oh. well, there it is. There Another it is. old lang syne.
3: I knew it was in there somewhere. We got that out of the way. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Meanwhile, this song has like eight song lyric words to it. Hey, what's a lang syne? What is that?
4: It's um, am, I an,
7: am I an idiot for not knowing that? No. It's, it's, it's 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 New Year's. Everyone knows that.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's old New Year's. <laughs>
4: It means... <laughs> hold on, I'm going to uh, tell I could have Googled I'm it. I'm sorry. I that, thought you guys knew. No, uh, it means All Lang Syne, a song whose melon- melody is synonymous with the new year and the theme of change more broadly in the English-speaking world, despite near... What? That's Why a lot. is this telling me all of this? That's <laughs> it's, a lot. We twa run... Excuse <laughs> me? just keep reading <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What language was that <laughs> in? <laughs> 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 oh, that's kind
5: of, I was looking for only anxiety. I, I got go a musical bit. journey run. <laughs> <laughs> Crashed my yacht many times in this segment. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>
2: There's
5: still like three minutes left in this segment. What are we going to
4: do with the rest of it? I know. This is where we are. Time's long past, guys. That's what it means. Oh, okay. okay. We toast. To another Old anxiety That makes no sense Grammatically now We toast to an, another Times gone past We just we just toast To times gone past did
5: your Times listen, long did, did your listener guide Text us to you
4: To no, get you all the information No, I found it on Dictionary.com Yeah, here you
3: go Little Frank Sinatra I guarantee you We're the only morning show In the country Playing Old anxiety Right now
4: I know On February the 7th <laughs> Yes Hey guys, we're, we're toasting to times long past.
3: We just, your, what just now new? got to it. <laughs> <laughs> new Year's resolutions 704 570 1110.
4: Aren't we somewhere near the Chinese New Year?
3: Yeah. Well,
5: January was a very busy month for all of us, so we're just yeah. now getting to it. January was a blur, there's no doubt about that.
7: So the answer is we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know that. I don't
3: know. You need to look it up.
4: When? As the Chinese New Year (laughs) begins.
3: Well, while you're looking that up, I'll uh, let you all know that uh, later on today on the show, we have uh, 835 congressional candidate Lee Brown. What? February 10th. We're really close to the beginning of the Chinese New Year. I thought you were uh, really excited about Lee Brown coming (laughs) up. I
4: (laughs) I am very excited about the extended conversation with Lee Brown because we got to talk to her at the debate last week. But the debate format only allowed for, you know, one minute responses to the questions that came from both us and from our both of us and from our panel. So we get to have an extended conversation with Lee today. The only woman running in
3: District 8. Also have uh, Governor McCrory today, obviously, on this uh, this Wednesday hump day, February 7th. Have we checked all the boxes on this segment?
4: Yes. So we are playing Auld Lang Syne Yeah, in honor of the Chinese New Year, which happens on Saturday.
2: Right? Yeah?
4: Do you We're say all so? We're celebrating. Is this, is this <laughs> from
3: the end of It's a Wonderful Life? <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know if it's this version, but it's close to it. All right. Let, let's end this segment where we started it, Okay. To be Can I feel like we hijacked your song and just, like, yeah. ran off with a bunch of other songs. It's
4: all right. I also learned when the Chinese New Year was and the meaning of Old Lang
3: Syne. Happy New Year, everybody.
4: Old Lang Syne. I can't ever pronounce it right. News,
3: News Talk 1110 WBT. Bo and Beth and the Zoke and Bernie on a Wednesday morning. This is an interesting headline. I guess we should have seen it coming. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers to launch a joint streaming platform this year. ESPN Fox and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery say uh, it'll be owned by a newly formed company with its own leadership team, does not have a name or a price will be a skinnier bundle of linear networks than a standard cable offering, specifically tailored for sports fans. So yet another thing to clog up your world of all these different streaming services that you own. And so what does this mean for, like, ESPN Plus? Is now all of a sudden this going to be better than that, so you're going to want that Mm -hmm. versus... I just... Somebody posted somewhere online in the wake of this yesterday, oh, sounds a lot like cable.
4: Well, that's exactly what I started (laughs) thinking when I saw this. Like, pretty soon, somebody's going to come up with a way to bundle (laughs) all of your streaming services, and they're going to reinvent cable. And we're all going to jump on board and probably pay twice what we paid for Spectrum back in the day. Um, Side note, I like the way you say Warner. (laughs) Warner Brothers. He says Warner. Warner. So it's, like, like it's like piano. it's like piano. It's like piano. Warner?
5: Warner. Warner? Is that not how you say it? I say Wait, Warner. Wait, how did you say Pam's name all those years? Pam Warner?
4: Warner. It's kind of cute. I, Because it, I say how did Warner. did I not
5: notice it all the Pam? Wait, but are you noticing what she's saying? No, I didn't. Okay. Piano, I've heard. I didn't notice Warner. <laughs> Bernie? Yeah, I don't hear it either. Warner? Warner? Say yeah. Warner Brothers. Ah, ah. Warner I think Brothers. Just...
4: Warner Brothers. Warner. Warner? Yeah, right. Warner. Warner. I say I'm, Warner
5: Brothers. Warner, Warner Brothers.
4: Warner Brothers Discovery. Warner.
5: I don't know if I'm deaf. I'm not hearing the difference. I'm like, <laughs> Warner? No, Warner. Warner? Warner. Jim is in solidarity with me on this one. Well, <laughs> I, well I hear piano, but I don't hear... Yeah,
4: yeah, I, yeah I don't yeah, quite yeah. hear you. Is, he, is it
5: like, like a O, like Warner? Is it, is, is it? It's
4: more like a, uh, an A-H, like a I wan- W-A-R-N-E-R.
3: Warner. And I didn't say W-A-R-N-E-R. Warner. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Pam, here's Pam W-A-R-N-E-R. <laughs> You're giving me a complex about all these different words that I say. Nobody's ever said anything to me before about how I say piano. Piano, piano. Am I supposed to say piano? Yes, pian. But I feel like I am. Piano. You say piano. You, you make me feel like I say piano.
4: You do. You do. I do. Not. You do say
3: piano. All right. But, but 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 you guys don't hear when I say Warner.
5: Apparently we. No, I don't hear that. Nope, I'm not hearing that one. You'll need to turn up your headphones. Well, I can't even get a mic on him.
7: That's, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um.
4: But so if we start streaming all of our all of our streaming sites through one mega streamer do we pay more for the mega streaming and can we still separate because that's the question that Bo asked that I think is the greatest question of all this is ESPN plus still a thing or now is there some new little logo that we have to find in our app stores and then download and then pay. I bet you they're going to charge like twenty five ninety nine a month. What do you guess? What do you bet? What do you bet they're going to charge us <laughs> out the wazoo? Tell me, tell me now, tell me.
3: What do you so, think? so CNBC says while no price has been determined, a logical starting point could be forty five dollars oh, or fifty per month. My- wow.
4: That's worse than twenty five.
3: Yeah, this is bad. Like the other day, I was looking at the things that I'm streaming. We have Disney Plus and I have ESPN Plus and there's a bundle for ESPN Plus and Hulu, but not a bundle for ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. Right. I don't want Hulu, but I'd love to be able to take those other two that I have and bundle them, but I apparently don't have that option.
4: I don't even know what I have anymore. I know that Mm -hmm. Apple is there. They upped their price. I have Hulu, but I think I got it with my phone activation or something. Mm -hmm. And the same with like Paramount Plus. We have
5: HBO Max because we have AT&T Wireless. Well,
4: and I get Paramount Plus through Walmart? Like, where are all of these streaming services coming from? And who am I actually paying?
3: Well, and that whole big tug-of-war last... Right when the NFL season started last year that we were talking about where, where people sat down to watch the, the first game in Spectrum. You know, had this disagreement, so they pulled ESPN off of their yeah, channels. Yeah. The, whole, the whole thing that came out of that, uh, that they, they won, was this now ability to give you access to Disney Plus if you're already a Spectrum customer. Like, the other day I was watching and it said, oh, we've given you Disney Plus. Now, it's the basics, so it has the commercials. Yeah. But I thought to myself, okay, I have that, but I'm also paying for it over here. So you got to keep track of all that too. Even though they give you certain things, it's it's a it's a it's a it's it's like the spaghetti model on uh, the hurricane thing.
4: Yes, it is a hot mess. And if they keep on doing this, I feel like people are going to give up on it, and maybe just pick one of their favorite streaming services and and stick to it. Because for a while there, I about got rid of Netflix because they just kept dishing out a whole bunch of reality TV and. You know, well, you guys
5: brought things. up the um, We Are the World thing yesterday. That's how long it's been since I've been on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I didn't even know it existed. Right. That, that show, that
3: documentary. I, I have, knew Netflix was there. I so am have... paying for it. <laughs> well, and Jim just went out to his mailbox to see if they sent him any CDs.
4: <laughs> they've upped their. If you buy
3: price. one, you get eight free.
4: <laughs> it's in your queue right now.
5: <laughs> I saw a story uh, yesterday that the average American has 12 uh, services that they pay for it, so on average. That's more than cable used to cost us. And and it's
4: hard to. And that could be
5: Spotify, that could be, it's not just TV, any kind of. Now here's a.
3: a question to dovetail on top of that one. So you say the average number, average person has twelve. I wonder of that twelve, how much they realize that they are subscribed to. Exactly. Because what happens to me is, uh, and I've gotten control of this. There was a while where you know I would I would look at my bank account and I would see charges for things like Wait, I don't have. And what it was most of the time was some sort of free trial. Or if back around uh, the holiday time, they offered this deal on Disney Plus where you could get it for one ninety nine a month. And it's great, one ninety nine a month for like three or four months, but then you forget when the actual regular price mm-hmm. kicks in mm-hmm. and it's back up. And uh, that's mm-hmm. the other thing is when you have a discrepancy, trying to get somebody on the phone live at one of these places... Oh. Almost impossible.
4: Oh, you absolutely can't. I did that with uh, the, uh, a podcast. I was on a road trip, and I wanted to listen to one of those true crime podcasts. It was called Dr. Death. And I couldn't get it unless I, I couldn't listen to it unless I had a free trial of Wondery. And I'm in the car driving, so I'm just like, Wondery is the, the podcast, uh, like the producer, production company, Wondery.
3: Is, is that in the Warner Brothers it's family? The, <laughs>
4: it's a, it's part of Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Wah, 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 <laughs> Warner Brothers. They, but I, so I, I sign up up so that i could listen to dr death while i was driving totally (laughs) forgot and then suddenly on my credit card because i get a a notification on my phone every time a charge is made to my credit card just so it pops up to say like oh yes i made this charge Mm -hmm, mm 49.99 i mean not for a month that was for the whole year but now i get ad-free podcast listening which i didn't know i needed but i kind of
3: like it i'm not mad at it but but were you able to to fix that or did you see i had the same thing happen unable to fix it with the wall street journal uh, where I did like a, I had a, you know, they have these paywalls. And there was one, one time that you and I were talking about that the paywall was there and I needed to, like, it was one we just had, I had to see it. So I was like, all right, I'll pay like the the four ninety nine for a month to have access. yeah, And then that kicked in for a few months. And then all of a sudden, one day it was 50 And I actually called and it took me like, It took me two hours to get somebody who could actually fix it. They finally did. But like I said, if you finally do get somebody, then you have to jump through 18 hoops to actually do what you're trying to do.
4: Yes, and that's what makes me so annoyed because at some point, I think they're all depending on the fact that we'll say, my time is worth more than this 50 bucks that I'm being charged, and they're just going to get you that way. And I feel gotten. I feel gotten, not as in I'm understood, but I feel like they got me.
3: Well, and I felt like they got me too. This is not actually Wall Street Journal. This is something else. But so I stayed on the phone with another one for about 30 minutes, and I had been a longtime customer, and I, I said, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to. And at the very, very end, when they realized that I was really going to cut, they gave me like a, a, a 45, 50% discount. And I stayed with them. Oh. But, it, but I had to work to get that, and they knew it.
6: It's the hassle I have with Verizon every month. Every month, they put $20 contract fee on there.
4: Every month?
6: Every month. And so I call, and I go, this isn't supposed to be on there. And they go, oh, you're right. We'll remove it. And I go, why don't you remove it permanently? And they go, no, you'll have to call back every month. Mm Mm-hmm. Well at least you get to talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah, but it's a pay- yeah, but it always ends up taking about twenty five minutes. Oh
3: my They're God. banking that you are not gonna put up with the hassle. That's exactly right.
4: I'm so done with annoying and I'm so done with lack of customer service. And I will get rid of all of this stuff. Watch out. <laughs> People can't see this, but her
5: finger is wagging. <laughs> Streamers.
4: There's a finger
3: wagging happening. <laughs> Which finger?
4: My, oh, just my pointer. Just the pointer.
3: <laughs> just the pointer. Uh, you're listening to Good Morning BT on free radio. No free. Exactly. Right. No free trial. Just free. It's
0: free all the time. For now,
3: but we we'll start charging you $4.99
5: if you don't cancel now.
0: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips.
1: election 2024 goes through good morning bt mr trump welcome to charlotte radio good morning guys. nikki haley
4: you have a unique voice that you bring to the table good morning it's great to be with both of you the
3: biggest name well i appreciate you making some time for us here in charlotte on wbt you, it's a great city. the biggest year
4: welcome to the district 8 north carolina republican congressional debate
1: continuing coverage of all the campaigns Jeff,
4: Jeff- Good morning, thanks for
1: having me. Congressman Dan Bishop.
3: Good morning, Bo. Beth. Hi. Bo and Beth take you
1: all the way to November.
3: Talking to U.S. Senator Tim Scott here on Good Morning BT. Thank you, Bo and Beth. It's good to be with y'all. This
1: is Good Morning BT.
3: And speaking of politics, did you know there was a primary yesterday and last night? I heard the rumors, but I also heard... That it was a strange
4: primary that didn't really matter.
3: It's like when you took the SAT and it says none of the above. Yeah. None of the above won last night in Nevada. Well, actually, not. Uh, I'm being exactly uh, correct on the name. None of these candidates. With 62% of the vote, Nikki Haley in second place with 30%, Donald Trump was not on the ballot. Now, Trump will be on the ballot in a couple of days, and you're going, wait a minute, what's going on here in Nevada? Well, here's Fox's Anita Vogel.
8: Former President Donald Trump inching closer to a criminal trial in the nation's capital. Hang on, Bernie, that's the wrong one.
3: Appeal- that, the one I need there is entitled uh, Fox Number 2. That's my fault. So we'll re-rack that. And uh, Anita, come over here real quick. Anita, can you please start now?
9: This is the first time Nevada is holding presidential primaries in addition to its caucuses. And on the GOP side, just one of those contests will count. And that's only where the confusion begins. Take this Republican ballot. Nevada election officials say it has created distrust among voters who received it in the mail because it doesn't include the name Donald Trump. Nikki Haley won't get any delegates towards the GOP nomination because the Republican state party of Nevada doesn't recognize the president. Primary. Meanwhile, Donald Trump will run in Thursday's Nevada caucuses, which will count. Now here's what happened. Just a few years ago in 2021, Nevada state legislature decided to move away from the caucus system to a primary system run by the state. But that was opposed by the Nevada Republican Party, which says it will only award delegates one in the caucus that it runs. State GOP officials say if Haley had participated in the caucus, she could have still picked up one or two delegates because Nevada is a proportional state. And finally, adding to the confusion, Nevada has historically given voters the option of selecting a category called none of these candidates.
3: And this morning, President Trump is touting the fact that none of these candidates beat Nikki Haley in Nevada yesterday.
4: Well, and what was strange, because when I first heard the none of these candidates option, I was like, why does it say candidates? Isn't Nikki Haley the only person there if Donald Trump is not on the ballot? But that wasn't true. When you look at the ballot. Tim Scott's name is on there. I mean, all of that, I think, led to even more confusion by voters. And if the voters themselves knew that this primary didn't matter, wouldn't that make them want to just check, yeah, none of these candidates, because this doesn't matter. So I don't know that this is a true representation of anything but but pure confusion.
3: Well, yeah, uh, Nikki Haley uh, in second place there, or or first place, if you're talking about uh, the the only, you know, first place was a nondescript, none of these candidates. So Nikki Haley uh, polls behind that at 30 percent. Mike Pence, who's long been out of the race, at 4 percent, and Tim Scott at 1.4. But uh, 62 percent of the people yesterday for this primary Uh, Checked none of these candidates. Now Trump was not on the ballot there, but Trump will be on the battle on the on the ballot uh, coming up on Thursday when they will do caucuses, as Anita was talking about right there. So, do
4: you think any of the same people will show up for both of these things? The people who voted yesterday will they also vote in the caucus, or is this a whole different group of people who are showing up for these things? That's That's what I'm so confused by. It's
3: a great question. Um, I'd like. I mean, I I, I assume because of the weirdness of this, maybe we'll know the answer to that. Somebody will, will track that uh, by the time we get to Friday. But, you know, everybody's been so focused on uh, February 24th, which is two weeks from Saturday, which is the South Carolina primary. Right. Uh, because even, even if Trump and Haley were to be all in on both of these uh, uh, caucuses and, and primaries, the delegate count that you pick up is minuscule compared to, you know, some of these uh, other places like South Carolina and eventually Super Tuesday. But when you hear there was an election in Nevada yesterday and actually two this week, that's true. It really did happen, but it's, it's an odd situation. And yeah. sometimes these smaller states uh, get lost in the mix, and you never really hear about these stories. Um, but then they pop up, and it's like, oh, <laughs> I got a new streaming service.
4: <laughs> right? <laughs> so. Like, oh, I, for, I for forgot to vote. But the fact that none of these candidates won, it, may, it might as well have been like a sock
3: puppet, you know, just a sock puppet won. I just keep thinking about the SAT in, in high school, yeah. Uh, none of the above.
4: I used to get so mad at that question because sometimes if you didn't understand, especially in the math section, if you didn't understand a formula, you would try to plug in the answers for the variable and solve backwards. And if they gave you a none of the above option, then you're like, "Wait a minute! Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. If I, I can't make any of this work, am I spinning my wheels for nothing? Mm-hmm. Don't want to be doing that." You
4: know what? I'm so glad I don't ever have to take that ever again. I don't have to take it ever. I don't. I hope I don't ever have to take a test ever again. Ever. I just anything. remember
7: feeling so drained the day. Uh, of the SAT as soon as I got done. Oh, yeah. I just I went to sleep.
4: I needed a nap. How
7: was... many times did you guys take the SAT? I took uh, the ACT once and the SAT once.
4: I took the ACT once and the SAT once. And I took the the pre-SAT in like the seventh grade for the Duke TIP program. Do you remember that when you could take the pre-SAT or the L, what was it called?
3: I don't know about such programs. I'm sorry, the Duke <laughs> TIP program. Do I sound like that kind of guy? <laughs>
4: it was the uh, Duke ta- Talented and intellectual people or I don't know what I again I know
3: I sound like about. I'd be taking some of that No, I did as we've said I took the SAT I think three maybe four times oh really and it's because I kept going to Briarcliff Hall to, to uh sharpen my skills
4: oh see well I went to Briarcliff Hall and I guess they worked for me because I only took it once yeah, plus you- I was just kind of like ugh,
3: I'm not doing this again I was a veteran You were <laughs> <laughs> all right or you were just an overachiever uh, I, I think I was an underachiever that Wanted to be an overachiever. Uh, 645 on WBT, but they loved me because I kept coming back. Right. You were paying for their kids' college. I'm right. sorry, they didn't like you because you were one and done. <laughs> I said, Bo, come back and hone your skills. Rolling on on a hump day. February 7th, Bo and Beth here. Don't look now. In fact, let me do, um, see where we are here. Uh, a week from today, Valentine's Day.
4: Are you a Valentine's guy? Are you like, oh, I I have a surprise dinner planned for my wife, and I've already ordered the roses, and I'm getting candy and stuffed hearts?
3: Well, I've been married 25 years, so I've tried all those things at some point along the way, but my wife would not tell you that I'm a good Valentine's person. I'm just not good at it. Like there've been times where I've tried to do things and it hasn't gone so well, and there've been when you've been married that long, a quarter of a century, uh, that I can remember Valentine's days where I got it right, and Valentine's days when I, you know, probably could have done better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not because I wasn't trying, but sometimes, sometimes you you, you strike the right chord, and sometimes you don't. Because of that, I always stressed. I don't so much anymore. The, the my wife and I, as we get older, are sort of less into. Stressing over days like this, Uh but but let's be honest. Like I, I can't just like if I if we said that like oh let's not do anything for each other and then I really didn't do something, then it would be noticed.
4: Oh seriously, yeah. See, I'm not about and I know this does not surprise. Well, maybe it does surprise anybody, but I'm pretty low maintenance about stuff. Well, Valentine's ex- Day is I don't care one bit of an anything. Like I don't give two flips of a poop about okay, it. Okay,
3: but you can say that all day long but if Craig does absolutely nothing to acknowledge it at all, not even a card, that wouldn't be an issue for you We guys? never acknowledge it. Really? Yeah, ever? Yeah. ever? Nope. Have every you ever? Valentine's day.
4: Every day well, is Valentine's Day with with Craig.
3: Well, wait a minute. You're still <laughs> you know, Craig, you're still in the point in your marriage, Bernie, where every day is kind of Valentine's Day.
7: Uh, I'm not I'm like you, Bo. My wife would probably say the same thing. I'm not great at the gift giving like I have a, I have a big heart you have
4: a huge little heart I, huge I do heart I try so to <laughs>
7: Emma is more of an acts of service yep. type of person Yep. so I try to do things around the house for her when, when I can and I obviously still have work to do with that like I'm obviously always growing and trying to help out more than I can but um, I'm not great like I'll get flowers for her every now and again but it's not a it's not a valentine's day is not a special special day like we don't go out and yeah spend a bunch of money
4: i, I honestly could not care less about valentine's day and i know that's weird i'm a hug every day show love every day kind of person and craig is amazing at gifts like his birthday surprises are next level doesn't surprise me it's next he's next level with that stuff he's an but, event planner well i know
3: he, and, sh- he should be able to do that he invented valentine's day <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I know that that's so bizarre. He, so, but Valentine's Day, we don't acknowledge it with well, each other. But I would do it if I I would do this if I were in the process of saying you're you're done. I'm out of here.
3: <laughs> okay, so none of us none of us fall in that category. We're all happily married, yeah. so this doesn't apply to us. But I, it's interesting because I said it's, we're a week away from Valentine's Day, and uh, there are actually two options here. So I'm curious as to which one you're talking about. One of them is Pizza Hut will deliver goodbye pies... About a passive-aggressive goodbye with a breakup message for Valentine's Day, or if you want the more aggressive version, if you don't like the passive-aggressive, how about just naming a roach after somebody? (laughs) I love love this option
4: because this could be not just for an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or ex-wife. This could be for a coworker that really gets in your craw, or you know, just the 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 I don't know somebody that, that 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 is mean to you in your neighborhood, or somebody that complains about you on next door <laughs> you know, whatever <laughs> you can name a cockroach after them
3: and then the san antonio zoo will feed it to one of their animals oh see i didn't even get to that part just being named after you know having a roach named after you and then it meets its untimely death uh-huh and you it, get to watch it. Oh
4: yeah, you could like get you could feed that cockroach named Irma, like whoever Irma <laughs> is, and and watch a watch a I don't know what eats what eats cockroaches, snakes, do snakes eat cockroaches sure. what do they eat like, sure. f- watch them feed it to a snake or an anteater or whatever eats the cockroach. An ant eater. <laughs> I know. would that be the greatest feeling of just c- because then you're not really getting revenge, you're not doing anything cruel back even if the person's been cruel to you, but you get that feeling of watching that roach get
3: crunched on. Ten dollars. Poor roach. Donation is non-refundable. Roach. It will help the San Antonio Zoo in its mission of securing a future for wildlife. So you can, uh, they call it their annual Cry Me a Cockroach Fundraiser, And
4: it's, you know, you're doing good. You're doing good for the zoo. You're doing good for the other animals. And you're you're getting the satisfaction of, 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 of naming that cockroach after someone who's made you mad. Now, <laughs> just to give you the, the detail of the goodbye pie, it's a special Pizza Hut box that says goodbye. And it's their, like, honey pepperoni. They're, like, sweet honey pepperoni. So it's, like, a sweet and sassy goodbye. And it has a little thing on the front of it that's, like, goodbye from... Beth.
3: <laughs> so it's like this passive-aggressive way to break up with someone. <laughs> this is becoming more of a thing because people are having divorce parties now, yeah. you know, celebrations. Yeah. And here, uh, after you make a donation, uh, submit the name of your ex. Users will be sent a digital Valentine's Day card showing their support for the fundraiser, but saying, hey, you've been named after a bug. Hey, yeah. do you know who's
6: busiest this time of year for Valentine's Day?
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't it that, that uh, uh, the cheating website? No private detectives. Well, yes, <gasps> who are hired
6: to I, uh, to uh, follow a cheating spouse on uh, what? In I fact, I went that. out with one and uh, have a story. If you guys want to run it uh, soon, we can do that.
4: Omg, I never thought about that.
6: Oh, it's a big time of year for you, the Private, you followed
3: eyes. one. You didn't go out with one.
6: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I rode along with one <laughs> as he was following. Yeah, couple of cheaters who ended up in a Walmart parking lot in the front seat of a car.
3: Wow, that's a... No kidding. Yeah. That's a Valentine's Day to remember. Mark
0: was riding down the road and he saw a guy on the side of the road. Why the long face? Well, come with me, Mark. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
3: I think it's our job to give you all the information every morning, but also not act like the world is ending either.
4: We're trying to make it easier for people to give their opinions and voice their concerns and not feel like their their viewpoints are going to be attacked or not feel like we're trying to make you angry
3: you can say it's a tidal wave look out or you can say check out that wave let's surf that baby yeah. this is
1: good morning BT. <laughs> i crashed my yacht upon her shore as often as she'll let me
3: <laughs> hang ten hang ten <laughs> Hump Day in the Thai Boy studio with Bo and Beth and the Zoke and Bernie. 26 common problems we face every day that definitely shouldn't be should have been solved by now, he tried to say. Now this is a, a BuzzFeed list which I find interesting because number two on this list says the extremely poor audio, the poor audio quality of fast food drive-through speakers. <laughs> How, in 2024, can it even sound that bad? How? How, I ask you. Now, I was thinking about this over the weekend. Not this list, but this... I actually went. There's a new Bojangles in my neighborhood.
4: Oh, it was bow time. It was for bow you. time,
3: and so I, I went and rode through the drive-through for the first time, and I experienced something that I've never experienced before at a drive-through. It's the first time I've ever gone to a. Now, there's a difference between when you walk, when you drive up to some drive-throughs. Now there'll be a little recording that says, "Hey, you want to try a such and such for four ninety nine And then the person comes on. Right, right. This was fully automated, start to finish, like when you call the phone company and they say, "Hello, I have some questions." Press one, and, and you know, and you answer. Say, and they say one, and they say, "I can help you with that." But you know, it's all it's all automated. Right, the entire drive through experience at this new one was automated, and I was skeptical when when I drove up and the line was a little longer than normal. So I'm thinking, I wonder if it's because of this. But I did it, and I felt like I was talking to the phone answering service thing. But when I got there my order was correct and I even changed something in the middle of it. So that's interesting that I had that experience for the first time just this past weekend and this one comes up here the extremely poor audio quality because in a lot of cases that's true but I just found one where they've actually changed it. So it was so you could hear
4: better. It wasn't like, we didn't want to our parent number one and I Like
7: Boomhauer just walked into the studio. Do you do you work there? That sounded like
5: spot on. That's exactly the experience I have. Every but
3: time. you're right. I mean in 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 most cases, like I'm talking about here, it's like we wanted to try this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was not that. It was yes! Hello. Welcome to Bojangles. It's Bo Time. Well
4: see, that freaks me out though, because what if I have a question? Like, does that chicken sandwich come with mayonnaise? Does it answer you? Does it say yes? It has mayonnaise, lettuce,
3: and tomato? See, I was already cha- I was already trained because when you when you deal with these automated phone, you know, customer service lines. You understand how it works. You say, would you like to change anything? And you say, yes. Because if you don't say yes loud enough, it won't kick in. Right. And it's like, right? I'm
4: sorry. I didn't understand you. But when you're at the drive-thru, is the person behind you, do you hear them going, representative. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but that's what I... Representative. <laughs> well, see, that's what I thought it might be like. And I thought, this is going to be rough. Because I went in and I initially said that I wanted um, I, I wanted a Diet Pepsi. and Because I, I realized they didn't have any Coke. So... I don't like Diet Pepsi. But then I realized they have Diet Mountain Dew. So at the end of it, I'm already thinking they're going to say, does this complete your order? And I went, no. And they said, what would you like to change? And I said, Diet Mountain Dew. Okay, I can help you with that.
4: And it worked. that freaks me out. Did it take longer, though, than when somebody was at the window doing it or at the microphone?
3: Well, sometimes, you know. (laughs) I I, I mean, it depends on (laughs) – see, in that case, it depends on who you get. Yeah, you know. So yeah. anyway, uh, all along, w- which w- long way to say that uh, number two on this list, I actually found a remedy for this weekend. But there are twenty five other things we face every day that definitely should have been solved by now.
4: I love we never ever get through lists. One of uh, these things.
3: Well, twenty five <laughs> is zero chance. Yeah, twenty five. That'll be like the zero. month of February. Yeah.
4: Here's one of the best ones: uploading your resume to an online job site then having to enter everything on said resume on the next screen that if you've ever applied for a job and had to do that that has been enough to make me say i don't want this job Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to work for these people because they can't get their ducks in a row i've actually
5: been at both of my jobs
7: my main jobs with the panthers and wbt so long the internet didn't exist i was about to ask (laughs) have have any of y'all had to apply for a job in the past five ten years Beth, you didn't have to – Did you, I mean, you didn't have to apply.
4: We – here I, – I, no. I think – well, I think when they offered me the job, I still had to go online and fill out their online um, service. And I think that I had to upload had to a resume, yeah. which was so mm-hmm. funny because in this industry, you don't create resumes very
3: often. And right. so I was like – what do I talk to somebody say? hey
4: <laughs> What do I do with yes. this? All
3: right. Last thing on a resume was graduated from UNC Chapel Hill. <laughs> exactly.
4: My the version of my resume that I still had was like manager at the Blue Hand.
3: Which, Wait, which the was, Blue Hand. What
4: was a clothing store that oh. I, managed <laughs> in co- yes. I managed. That sounds really weird. <laughs> that I managed in college. Okay. Here's another one. Here's another one that this one gets me. This is another one that why has this not been solved? When a food package says peel here or tear here, and then it doesn't work. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> then oh. it just it doesn't flip open. Do you know what is the worst for this? And this is going to tell you everything you need to need to know about my gas station stops. Slim Jims. Slim Jims. <laughs> yes. Very they, specific. Yeah. They I have never, slim Jims down the hall. But. They never. It says tear here or peel here. It doesn't flap open. It doesn't open. How is how is this still a thing if it says tear here? Shouldn't your machine you make just it Bite terrible? into the
5: plastic and just I
4: don't have sharp enough yeah. teeth. I think I don't know what it is about my teeth. I cannot tear anything with my teeth.
7: I think freezer bags are the worst, honestly. Trying to like reclose a freezer bag. Well, it, that, yes.
4: Like on the Slim oh, Jim, those top, little like zip Ziplocks that you yeah, can't get yeah. your fingers around. Yeah. Yeah, it's unreal. Well, here's another one. Here's an this and this one is not on the list. This is on Beth's list. <laughs> Why have we not? Why have the Ziploc bag people and the cereal bag people not become friends? Why do cereal bags not have a Ziploc clo- closing on them? Why do I have to roll them up into a ball and then the bottom of the box gets all puffy mm-hmm. because all of my cereal is puffed <laughs> down true. at the bottom of the box?
7: They don't want it to last long. They want to force you to eat it is quick so you have it to go is? buy it
3: back some more. Well, yeah. and don't even get me started on how much cereals actually in to start with because it's, like it's less than it used to be.
4: Four pieces of cereal. You could
3: say the same <laughs> thing about chips and bags. You what? get a you get a bag
7: of chips and half of yeah. it or more is air. Then it's it's shrinkflation. Syllable. Yeah, we, we, that's shrinkflation. We do have so to read the packaging. Going down a rabbit you hole see here. How many Sorry, ounces, guys. <laughs>
4: Also, uh, here's another one, and I want everybody else to call in. How have we not solved the mustard water problem? Why, when you squirt out mustard, does a <laughs> gallon of water come out first? Have
5: to shake it first. Any mustard user knows that. Ketchup, ketchup Upside too. down, you got to yeah, shake it first. Ketchup, too. This is a yeah. known thing. And, and relish if you eat that, but I don't. <laughs> this
4: is a known but thing. But shouldn't we have solved that problem? Shouldn't we be able to create a container? That- oh, don't
5: get me started on no-store
3: peanut butter. The first thing you see is <laughs> oh, this big God. thing of oil on the
5: top. See, see?
3: 704-570-1110. I know you can add to this list. And I got one I just saw on here that I, I actually probably should have started with. Um, but I'll hold it. And we'll... Uh, I have more. Inv- ...invite your phone calls. <laughs> 704-570-1110 And again, uh, it's very simple. Uh, we have a list of 26 things that you can add to here. Uh, 26 common problems we face every day that should have been solved by now. 722 on WBT. Common problems we face every day that should have been solved by now. That's where that's where we're going. Seven oh four five seven oh eleven ten. Let's bring Jennifer into this conversation. All I can see is it says Jennifer and toilet paper.
10: Hey, good, good morning, BT. Hey, Jennifer. So this is like a
5: job audition, then.
3: <laughs> yeah,
10: right. I'm so excited to be calling in finally. and I can't believe it's over toilet paper. Of
3: <laughs> but, but really, <laughs> really, Jennifer? Is it? I mean, that's just fitting. It's that's a just, wheelhouse. That's, that's kind of tipping exactly, toilet paper is all we talk exactly. about,
5: Jennifer. That's right, but I've, That's how we that's roll. <laughs>
3: oh, wow. we roll.
5: Um, he's oh, got no. dad jokes. He's a real dad. <laughs> yeah.
10: <laughs> okay, so I'm 55 years old, the toilet paper packaging's been the same my entire life, and probably everybody uh, you know listening, why can they not make it unroll faster when you're trying to open a new roll? Uh. I swear, when you're in a hurry, and you go to yank it, and you can't get that little teeny soldered piece, Unrit, yes, it it's like
4: glue, it's like super glued, <laughs> and you you go through eight rolls of the toilet paper
10: to get it started. <laughs> yeah, is
5: that part touching you? That, that little gluey part? Like, yes.
10: Well, if you're at a guest's house, oh my word, I feel like I cannot, you know, if it's a new roll, you're at you're in a hurry somewhere yeah, in a, a public like, place.
3: You walk out, what? You unroll? put a dent in that one? Wow, <laughs> that was a fresh roll. <laughs>
10: Exactly, (laughs) and the same thing with Kleenex boxes.
5: Or the worst is the two-ply. The two-ply comes apart, you get one ply, you try to figure out the other ply (laughs) and how to get it back together again.
10: Forget it. Absolutely forget it. So I feel like the paper industry along with the cereal box industry, needs to get up with the current century.
5: Solid contribution. That's a terrific contribution.
10: That
4: is such a great point, because you end up clogging your toilet, not because of anything that's going on, but because you've used a billion rolls of toilet paper only because you were trying to unroll the beginning.
10: And Uh, while we're at it, could we just solve the problem and fix a different way to hang it on the wall? So you don't have the up or under problem anymore mm-hmm. because everybody knows the, the pull the roll down from the top yes
5: agreed to agreed so
10: yes so jennifer solved that at the same yeah top. what do we mm-hmm. cave
5: people come okay. on from the top <laughs>
10: exactly come on modern problems here enjoy so, the go <laughs> love your show. I appreciate everything y'all do for us and uh, in the morning. So have a great day. Thank you, Jennifer. Jennifer is
4: our people. I love her glued down toilet paper. Who came up with that idea?
5: Jennifer is our tea people. <laughs> <laughs> she could literally co-host this show with that, with that material. Can I get off of off food and packaging for a minute? Fitted sheets. Fitted sheets could go straight to heck. <laughs> I can. If there's a 100% chance I'm going to do the wrong direction of fitted sheets... The short way instead of the long way, one hundred percent of the time. They
4: need to have arrows on them because it labeling some kind of labeling. Label it, and and they need to come. They need to be like self folding because you. Mm -hmm. All of my fitted sheets right now are in a wad in my closet. Like the other sheets look great; they're folded. The pillowcases, everything's folded. Straight to heck with fitted sheets. They're they're just in a giant wad. I feel like mattresses should come with a button. I just
5: like hear you say giant wad. wad.
4: They should come with a button that you just press, and then a, a, a new clean sheet just comes out. Every, like mattresses should have just like 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 sheets of paper. Like I'm like at the Jetson? doctor's
7: office, and they and they yeah. clear the table oh, for yeah. you, yeah. and they just put yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. a new sheet yeah, on there. Yeah, you just roll it out.
3: It's so, kind of like toilet paper, great right? Idea, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we'll never in a million years get to you know number twenty-six. <laughs> I'm going to jump to fifteen. <laughs> Plastic wrap that sticks to everything except what you want it to. Oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I'm gonna even go further and tell you something. I'm, I'm almost 50 years old. I still cannot use Saran Wrap correctly. When I tear the Saran Wrap out of the little the box uh-huh. and I and I, I get it on the, the, the perforated part, it it will not yes. stay straight. Yes. No. And, and on the same level, I can't do aluminum foil right either. <laughs> Whenever I try to to make it clamp around the plate, it never works. Now, anybody else not named Bo, I'll watch and they'll do it and I'll be like, I'm an idiot. I can't do this. But it never works correctly. (laughs) I can't. I hate it.
4: Okay, here's some hacks for that. A, with the saran wrap, they have the kind now that have the little like paper cutter thing, the little slide that cuts it straight, so you mm. can hold it. Mm. Um, but in that way, because if you do it the other way, it just ends up in a uh, ball.
3: Tell me more. Yes, I, I like a, this.
4: It Has a little cutter. So a with, giant wad, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so with the um, with the like, if you're using wax paper or parchment paper or aluminum foil, if you parchment. go, yeah, you don't use parchment paper. Oh, what a next like, level. What are, what are you
3: signing the Declaration of
7: Independence? <laughs> no.
4: It's not like. What kind of
7: material are you using? It's not papyrus. Par- parliament paper. It's
4: not, no parchment paper. Is, <laughs> it's P- not papyrus. It's called parchment paper. You use it for like baking. Like you bake, Emma uses parchment paper. You bake, oh, like, like wax paper. Well, no, don't bake with wax paper. I
5: don't know. I'm just asking questions. No,
4: it's not <laughs> parchment she's paper and wax paper. She's are a different. fountain
5: of information over here. You know all the papers.
4: No, but so on the little rolls, if you go to the side of the box, there are two indentions that are perforated, and you can press them in and it holds the roll in Ooh, place
3: that was made for me mm-hmm.
4: press them in look on the sides of your aluminum foil box or like the little box there are perforated little edges push them did in <laughs> it.
6: Like. did she just <laughs> yep yep that was my, with her no. mouth oh, <laughs> <No>. oh <laughs> i thought it. No.
4: it was the sound of the what the box makes if you push in the perforated sides mm-hmm. oh. and it holds
3: the roll in place anybody knows that I never knew that. It's for your papyrus, my, my papyrus. No <laughs> sounds dirty. Y- excuse me while I go uh, you know, sign my name on the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> uh, Shannon, we don't have if Shannon, if Shannon can hang on we'll, h- we'll head to Shannon right after the news. We're talking about uh, <laughs> all kinds of things this morning, but things, common problems we face every day that should have been solved a long time ago.
4: I have another one. I have another one, orange juice bottles. We'll get to it. I'll tell you why. <laughs> orange juice bottles And mayonnaise. <laughs>
5: I like how she should get to it that she names them all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll talk about this later, but mayonnaise and orange juice. Back to the I'll news tell center.
0: You
3: why. Oh, I got mm. people texting me about this too. This stuff always gets people going.
0: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqal and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
3: All right, back to the phones we go. 704-570-1110. We got them going this morning. Common problems that we face every day that definitely should have been solved by now. Shannon, you're on Good Morning BT. What you got, Shannon?
11: Well, I was going to tell you about the Saran Wrap. (laughs) Costco and Sam's sell big boxes of Saran Wrap and aluminum foil that have a slide cutter on them.
4: There you go.
11: You only have to buy tinfoil or saran wrap every two or three years. You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it to know that I don't have to worry about running out when I need it, and I can cut it with just sliding that thing across it as easy as pie.
4: And it's Shannon, isn't that the most satisfying feeling, running that little cutter across the saran wrap?
11: Yes, it is. <laughs>
3: Girl, I've got you. I feel you. (laughs) Shannon's giving me reasons. She's giving me reasons to stay at home. This is great. Shannon, thank you, Shannon. Ralph is online, too. Let's go to Ralph on Good Morning BT. Hello, Ralph. (laughs) Hello.
12: Good morning, Beth and Bo. Daylight savings time is a conundrum that never ends. Government should have solved it a long time ago. I'd like to kick it to the curb. I hate it. And this is why...
4: Washington is broke Oh well Ralph You know what That's one of those problems That when the spring Forward one comes up I I flip out I'm tired for like a month Mm -hmm. I can't get my brain Wrapped around it And I had to buy Those little sleep masks Because it's too light For me to go to bed
12: well, and I think there's been studies saying more people have heart attacks around that time and yeah. everything. And it's, it's, it's no benefit to keep flip-flopping the time around to keep everybody in
4: population.
3: All a part of the depopulation. You know how lazy I am? I never have changed my clock next to my bed since November. <laughs> oh, it's, so you just do the math it, every, every day? I just wake up and go, oh, it's not as late as I thought it was. <laughs> I really – it'll come back around in a few months. It'll be okay. (laughs) I know. But that's – I just finally was like, I'm not even messing with it. Oh, that's
4: so funny that you do that. Well, we got an email from uh, Christian. This one I love. Why in the world in the 21st century can an inkjet printer not print a page of black ink if the yellow ink or the cyan ink is out?
5: And what is cyan, anyway? Is yeah, that even a color? Where else do you see cyan in your it's life? It's a cousin of magenta. And you
4: pay magenta, five, yes, <laughs> five million dollars for that little. Jet oh yeah, that...
5: I had to buy a pack last week
3: because Sandra was like out, and you're and it, done.
4: It, it prints four pages. I had
3: to go to Target. It's like thousand dollars. So let's just go back. Let's let's look, look even bigger picture here, and just say that the whole printing industry with printers is broken.
7: It's broken.
5: It's
3: so stupid how it all works because you I, I, look. I have one of those uh, inkjet printers that cost me about 150 bucks, and it's it's almost worth it to me to go out and buy a new printer versus to go buy all the different cartridges of ink that yeah. it costs to fill that thing up. Because it's
4: more than the printer itself, mm-hmm. and it lasts for four sheets of paper. And yeah. if you accidentally print something in color when you didn't mean to, it it, it feels like a tragedy. You're like, no, 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 no,
7: mm-hmm, no, yeah. and you're
4: trying to You just stop. see the dollars
7: coming out of it. Yes. That's why you just have a friend with a printer. It's like having a friend with a truck when you're moving. That's
4: why I come in every day, Bernie. I'm like, can you print this script out for
7: me? Hey, brother, me? I just need to come over and print something real quick. How are the kids? <laughs> Any extra
5: saran wrap in your garage from the giant roll of it that I can borrow?
4: Other the kids. <laughs> um, so I never told you about why mayonnaise and oh, why yeah, orange, yeah, orange juice, juice yeah. why they bug me. And I don't know who. So they, you know how you get your orange juice or you get your mayonnaise and there's the, there's the safety seal on top of it. And I don't know why that seal is so hard to open. But then some Yahoo thought, well, I'm going to add a, pra- a plastic tab that raises up that you're going to pull and it's going to pull the whole thing off. No, the only thing that pulls off is the plastic tab. The plastic tab rips, but the cover, the safety seal seal is still on who was the yahoo who thought they were solving a problem and instead created more of an annoying problem
7: it's probably the same person that created the capri sun straw hole oh, the, oh just, yeah. that's, that's difficult too
4: you yep. poke it through the whole entire bag yeah. instead of through the whole the it, straw all the hole. juice
7: comes out yeah yep.
4: does anybody else have trouble with mayonnaise <clears throat> are y'all bothered those by are, are actually two
5: items i don't hardly ever use actually we don't mayonnaise. drink orange juice and um we drink other juices sometimes but uh mayonnaise I think
7: standard buys it for cooking. I never use yep. mayonnaise on I am right with you. That is a peak calendar question, though. You should ask him. Yeah. He's, he's a mayo aficionado. Is he? Well, oh, yeah. ask
4: him if the tab annoys the bejesus out of me because, and if it doesn't have the tab, there's nothing on the side to peel it off, so I have to stick my knife in yep. it. Yep. <laughs> and then I end up with <laughs> A lot of things like that, like knife.
5: Tylenol, all those things are packaged that way. Can I give you a sports one? So this is the, all this, this is technology, crazy. all this video, all this electronics. We still have to measure for a first down, and they're always old. Two old referees <laughs> carrying two sticks and a string, and then measuring to see. And, like, like, it's even accurate as these guys wobble out there, like, this is precise, like, oh, he's three inches short. You don't know. You started at the 20, you end up at the 23. It's like, we have these, hey, two old guys with the sticks, bring them on. And we met. We all wait and watch. You're exactly right. You have to be, like, over 60 to be able to do that. We, we don't have some technology that tells you how 10 yards. I could laser measure with my phone this countertop on an app, but we have to have two... 70-year-olds, like Biden and Trump coming out there to come measure for a first down. <laughs> that I actually is, undersold it 80-year-old. olds <laughs>
3: That's great. That is a that is a hot take. <laughs> a hot take from sports guy Jim Zocchi. You're exactly right. <laughs> How All have these-
12: we not evolved? What are we,
8: animals? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the best we can do. <laughs> you see what we just did? We went from raised tabs on orange juice bottles to uh, the chain gang. <laughs> Watch the Super Bowl. You
4: can't like, like. What are we doing? I'm never going to be able to unsee this now.
3: And we all watch it like it's a magic act. Like, <laughs> is the girl going to come out half out of the box? Yeah. Have you ever seen a member of the chain gang that's like below twenty?
13: No. I don't know that I've Where ever... are
3: tomorrow's referees? When these guys die, there'll be no more. <laughs>
2: that's
13: exactly. It's like right. radio engineers and referees
3: are all going to be dead.
13: <laughs> I love
3: it when we strike a nerve. <laughs> like you know this whole, this segment, you know the printing yeah. and now and now the chain gang. Yeah. Like we got to figure out what Bernie's is. Yeah, what gets you what gets your goat Bernie? Traffic.
4: Oh, <laughs> man, that's a good producer. It right got there. your goat
3: and it was a segue too. Genova. That's
6: the sound of the men working on the chain. Gang. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Gang all
4: day long so, so you
3: brought it up, I just had to get it out of my system. Mm-hmm. Like that. I can't remember the name of the movie. Oh, the that, movie
4: that they say. I think it was Charlie Sheen, and they did like a, they had this little choreography. That, that's a hard word to say, choreography, that they do, and they get
3: back and they would slap their chest. I think it was Hot Shots Part 2 oh, No, I don't know. Good Wednesday morning, Bo and Beth here in the Tie Boys Studio. Time to bring on our good buddy Brett Wenerble from the Brett Wenerble Show every afternoon, starting at three o'clock. How are you? It's, I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? So we're watching the news, and it awesome. really depends on where you look uh, as to how far this story has developed. Now, Ronna McDaniel by all accounts here, has uh, agreed to step down as the RNC chairwoman. That's not really a surprise given the tea leaves lately, but uh, the Carolina Journal this morning is uh, saying that NCGOP chair Watley mm. is the mm. leading candidate to head the RNC. Mm. I even saw, I don't know mm. if this was a mistake earlier, but I saw mm. on one of the screens that he would—he was already tapped as the guy, but I haven't mm. seen that anywhere else. So, uh, mm. But that's a, a development we've been talking about. What What's uh, next for Rana? And it looks like uh, what people have been sort of... Um prognosticating is about to come true.
13: Uh yeah. I, I think I said it on Monday. I think I said on you Monday did. that this guy should be the guy that runs the shop. Uh Ronna McDaniel, what what did what has she really accomplished in, in all seriousness? She got Trump elected in 2016 against Hillary Clinton. And she what what I mean, what else have you done? She hasn't done much. It's it's imagine relying on a quarterback and saying they're going to get us to the Super Bowl again after losing uh, a number of playoff games and a couple of Super Bowls, you you have to change this up. She's not an innovator. She is um, She's a show horse, not a workhorse. My, Michael Watley's a workhorse.
3: You did. You, you're the one who called the shot yeah. on this. Uh, absolutely. Now, I, we, I just got a note from Mulvaney, uh, who's listening, who said, Mick Mulvaney, who says that he talked to Watley Uh, very recently, and it's not a done deal yet for him to take over, but it certainly looks like it's heading in that direction, which is something else
13: that you have pointed towards in recent conversations. And, and, and so I would say to, to Mick on this, I, I totally defer because, I mean, he's, he's much more plugged in than me. I just get a sense of things. Uh, Ronna McDaniel, I mean, she, you haven't seen her in a month of Sundays on any of the shows. You know, she doesn't go on the Sunday shows. She doesn't defend what they're trying to do, what they're trying to accomplish. And, um, you know, she, she's living on very, very big time past glory. I, I totally defer uh, to Mick on that because uh, he, he would absolutely know what's going on there. Well,
3: and 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 but yeah, you're you're the guy who first started uh, yeah, pointing combat. us down this direction. So what you sort of uh, foresaw is is is, yeah. is all falling into place here. Now you know the guy who sort of started the ball rolling on this in recent times was Vivek Ramaswamy at yes. that debate where he yes. basically called her out on stage and she was sitting in the front row. Um, <laughs> yes. So this is uh, this is interesting because we were talking about you know what's Vivek's ultimate uh, mm. uh, what's his end game end game and where's he going to fall? You know the dominoes are starting to fall is what i'm trying
13: to say yeah he's his end game is end Rana, right (laughs) because he went he went wwe standing there saying hey i'm coming for you you're uh, this is the card tonight but i'm coming for you Rana." um and he, he, he did everything but say come at me bro and so that's um this this is look this is this is the the stuff that's happening the reason why i think a lot of the attention is is being focused here is there's no action in the primaries right there's no. There's no. I, who who won last night? Was it d- d- decline to like or whatever it was? It was, uh,
4: it it was, was uh, none of these candidates, please. It was, <laughs> what is that? It was none of these candidates. Is, was the actual language? Here's
13: We're, what I, I. I mean, here's look. I have a fix for you guys, and I'm gonna I'm gonna circle of life here. Okay. The fix for this is very easy. We install those bojangles uh, announcer thingies that Bo Thompson used so effectively, and all you do is you just drive up and you yell out Trump, or you, you know, drive up and you yell out Biden, and this this thing's done. It's 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 baked in the cake, and then we get onto the uh, onto the real race.
4: Um, speaking of voting, I want to switch gears to the Mayorkas um, impeachment vote that happened on the House floor. <laughs> and there, there was an ex post that, I, that was yeah. like one of the biggest trolls on um, House Republicans. George Santos oh, yeah. posted a
13: picture of yep. the vote total, and all he wrote was, Miss me yet? Oh, heck yeah. Heck <laughs> yeah, that's an empty seat. And they're going to end up with like Tom Swasey from uh, Long Island. Um, you you, you would have, if, 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 just imagine, if Santos did all the stuff he did. Because we've seen, we saw Barney Frank did all the stuff that Santos did. Sorry, that's not nice to say. But um, if he was a Democrat, you think Hakeem Jeffries would get the hook on him and be like, you're out of here, get out of here, take off. No way. Only the Republicans decide that the best course of action is to go into a circus tent and fire napalm all over it and then hope that they can get a win. They, they brought they brought back, what, what's his name, from uh, from from Texas. They brought him in, wheeled him in in the wheelchair like the mafiosi that, that come in when they come and they testify in the court uh, come on this was terrible i am disappointed in mike johnson and i'm telling you i'm going from pro mike johnson to not so pro mike johnson I'm, I'm really bummed with this whole mess and, and tom mcclintock's a clown show
3: and we're holding up
13: simba right now for all to see it's the circle uh, of life the we circle. need scar we need scar <laughs> we need scar running the show oh wait that's trump sorry <laughs> all right man Hey, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you this afternoon, 3 o'clock here on News Talk 1110
3: WBT. It's the circle of life. (laughs) You know, us, Vince, Pete, Winterbull. News. Brett Jensen. And it all culminates. (laughs) It all culminates at the top and bottom of every hour with the news. Big finish.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: From News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT, this is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman.
3: Good morning, it's Wednesday, February 7th, all systems go in the Tyboid studio, worldwide on the WBT mobile app, Vo Thompson, Beth Troutman, Jim Zoki, Bernie Bowles, Tommy Fradenberg, all hands on deck as we say.
4: Tommy! Tommy! Tommy!
3: What'd you get here? <laughs> like an hour and a half ago, sir. We're, uh, we're in the middle, or we're down one of our famous rabbit holes this morning. Yes started uh, with this conversation about uh, common problems that we face every day that definitely should be solved by now. And the phones have been going on this 704-570-1110. Before I go to the phones, have I have you have you gotten in all the ones you had in the queue?
4: Um, well, I've gotten through a lot of the ones that, that bugged the bejesus out of me. Everything from mustard water to the pull tabs on mayonnaise jars and orange juice bottles. But here's another one, and this one was actually from the BuzzFeed list, and I don't understand how this has not been fixed. But the packaging on hard taco shells, it's like shrink-wrapped so tight that they're broken. And then they have that little cardboard thing to keep them separated, but it's only on the top one. And then you pull that out. Have you ever baked that thing by accident, by guys? I've done that. It's, with the, it's with the plastic?
3: No, not the plastic. Oh, with the separator. The, the little cardboard separator guy. I <laughs> baked
4: that once. But then you try to pull everything. You try to pull them all apart, and they break. And so then you just have to make a taco salad.
7: Ultimately, this all comes <laughs> back to packaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's and
4: why point. why Conspiracy. are scissors so hard to get into? I needed the scissors to get into the scissors, and if you don't have scissors, how do you get the scissors open?
5: That's a good point too. A lot of packaging, like if you buy like a, a universal remote and stuff like that, yes. that plastic mm-hmm. is so. Oh my god! You have to have almost like a it'll, circular
3: saw.
4: It'll slice. It'll slice <laughs> you. It You'll will, get stitches. It'll yeah. cut you. Yeah, yeah,
3: yes. Now here's something we don't have to mess with anymore, but and they've they've improved it because basically they've made the technology obsolete. But remember, for a while there. In the, the heyday of CDs, when they had those labels that were on the CD plastic. Mm-hmm. So you opened up the plastic, and then on top of that, inside, in order to get it to open, you had to peel off that little seal in the back.
4: Uh-huh. 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 I
3: just made my myself mad thinking of that.
4: Yes. All of the little—and it was that tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. You couldn't flick it. You, it's like it's a like, spine. It, yes. And it was yeah. like, who came up with this idea? A,
3: a, an, an idea so bad, they just— they killed CDs.
4: You know what? We've talked before about being at uh, dinner parties and not knowing what to talk to people about. And you ask them what they do and they say, well, I'm in packaging. We <laughs> should t- we should start talking to those people at dinner parties about this. Like, why have you not come up with better packaging? I
5: had a streak of like 20 <laughs> parties in a row where I talked to people I didn't know and they all worked in packaging. Well, we need And to all get different th- kinds of packaging. We need
4: to get them on the phone and figure out why we don't have better packaging for things. And like, where are they
5: all going to school that they're learning about packaging? <laughs> right. Is there like a university that teaches exclusively packaging?
4: And is it just all bad packaging? Jim, are, are people
7: that work in packaging drawn to you personally? I guess there's like, guess you know, that's
5: my I've always said it. When you do what we do for a living, we're not qualified for a lot of other things. So uh, <laughs> probably. kind of goes hand in hand, yeah. packaging and My next
3: career will be packaging. So we've learned today <laughs> what the real hot buttons are. I mean, we knew Beth. I mean, Beth is always, your, your go-to is always Ticketmaster. Oh, yeah. Ticketmaster fees. But I was talking about uh, printing and how expensive it is to uh, to buy yeah. ink for printers. And the printer is more expensive than the ink.
4: Or oh, the ink is more expensive I mean, than I mean, the printer. I mean, the ink is
3: more expensive than the printer. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly what I didn't say. Yeah. Um, and and then with Zoki, it's the chain gang. Oh,
5: you know? NFL chain college football chain gangs is so archaic. Two very elderly people with two sticks and a string coming out to measure as best they can ten yards. There's nothing really. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's yeah. nothing really like like sh- like laser sharp about the way they're
3: you know warbling out there and hoping to get it right. But every single measurement, including the score, is just ever present on the screen. Remember right. watching games before that. Like, if you go back and watch an old game that before they had the, the, the constant screen, uh, the constant the scoreboard, score. back in the 80s we used to watch games where you'd only get the score like You'd every... have to wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that long ago. Well,
5: that's how they I keep I think Fox you. Sports started it, actually, putting they it did. up when they got into it. When they got it in 1993. Now, it's... you watch, you're a big tennis guy. Don't they have, like, laser things for, like, if the ball's in the court or mm-hmm. not? So, mm-hmm. Why does the NFL not have
3: that? An excellent technology. Point. Yeah, now they don't even have lines callers anymore because it's the sensor. Uh, we got some some people lined up on the phones here, to try to squeeze in as many as we can here. Craig's on line two. Craig, welcome to Good Morning BT. Good
12: morning. How are you? Hey, Good, Craig. Great. Two things that aggravate me to death. Uh, halloween time uh-huh. you get the candy the little one inch or two inch candy bars that say fun size there's nothing fun about a two inch candy bar <laughs> yeah. bam right on yes
3: preach <laughs> that makes not, me mad that's exactly right what's fun about a candy bar that's smaller than it's supposed to be
4: exactly it's one bite that's yeah. not fun
12: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Give me a whole twelve-inch candy bar. I'm good then.
3: Yeah. Have you Have you noticed this though? Like, uh, if you go on a convenience store, and this is the other end of the spectrum. It, and you can't find the regular size anymore. If you go in the convenience store, there's like extra, extra, extra family size.
4: Right. It's like king size.
3: You pass it around the car. Everyone right? gets a bite. <laughs> yes.
4: You have to cut it with a knife like a slice of cake.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just go exactly. in and go. I'd like the kind that I'd like the size that it used to be in the '80s. Craig, what's item number two on your list? <laughs>
12: Yes And speaking of number two uh, One ply toilet paper
4: Yeah Who thought of that? And when Why? they have it in Why the even have it? When they have it at your like work Or if you're at the mall or something And it's that gigantic oh, yeah. roll And you are the first one to get to it And you have to do that weird claw finger To get up into the toilet paper machine And then you try to pull it down But it's too thin yes. To pull the whole roll <laughs>
3: I'm telling you. Yes, you get little I pieces. That. I hate it. Nothing says well, growing why, up in... Why
4: even have it?
3: Nothing says growing up as a student in CMS more than one-ply toilet, one mm. toilet paper. One-ply toilet paper.
4: But the rolls are the size of a hay bale, like a hay wheel. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to pull the one-ply, and you get one sheet at a time. Like, I can't do anything with like this.
3: But again, be. to the other end of the spectrum, you know, if you go in the store right now, you know, you, you look at the Charmin aisle, and it's like, uh, not only is it not one-ply, it's like 18-ply.
4: And they have the scalloped edges now. Uh, yeah. For like the cleanest. I mean, I think
3: you're buying paper towel by accident. You... <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. It's like it's like a quilt. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick here. Jay, let's get Jay in here. 7045 Hi, Jay.
8: Good morning, you guys. Beth is on fire. That's for certain.
3: <laughs> the, the random things that annoy me. Who knew?
4: Who
8: knew that I had so many things? Well, we're, we're, we're learning a lot about you. The, the thing that has bothered me for years, and I can't figure out why nobody has solved this issue... Every box of cereal has a bag in it that either gets pushed
14: down into the
8: bag or crumpled up by either some freeloading kid or your loving spouse, Yes, and then you've got stale cereal. (laughs) So, like, what would be so tough about putting it in the same bag that has a zip top on it that they, you know, put everything else in? I can't imagine why they haven't solved this yet.
4: How has Ziploc not become friends with the folks at General Mills? Same thing with bread. Correct. A little twist ties. Yeah, mm-hmm.
7: it's like, it's like Jay tra- time traveled from last hour. Mm-hmm.
4: I know, but it's it's so true. You push all the cereal down, and it gets all fat in the bottom.
5: I, I, I don't know if you guys go to grocery stores, but there are <laughs> cereal bags. I times. mean, there are pouches of like certain cereals, so you could buy the pouched ones. The ones on there the box. Well, it's like a whole rail Like usually, like the granola looking ones are always in pouches. I mean, if it bugs you that much, you could get the the what pouch if I, ones.
4: What if I don't like the cereal that has? The, what I, I'm not going to buy the cereal just for the bag. <laughs> packaging. <laughs> I buy things because wait, of packaging all wait, the time. Wait,
3: hold on a second. You know, look, look. I work in packaging. I'll have you know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You know, these kids today grow up and then they sit down at the breakfast table and they look at their phones. Yeah. You know, back in the day, what did we do? We, we- read the cereal box.
4: I- I loved that. There would be like a little maze From on
3: cover, to cover. <laughs> cover
4: to cover. Cover
7: to cover. How about the little uh, little puzzles you'd solve on the bag mm-hmm. at Taco yes. Bell mm-hmm. when you Ooh. go
3: out kids, to
4: eat? The kids bag. Yeah, the little kids yeah. bag. Those
3: are those good times. Word search. There's a question. What's the coolest thing you ever got because you ordered it on the back of a cereal box or that you oh. got inside a cereal box? Or that you got like in the little Cracker Jack box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the
4: little press on tattoos. I'm still... <laughs>
10: What
5: what voice is that?
10: Press on tattoo
3: <laughs> What are you like, old turn, pirate guy? Wait, what like, what wait, is wait, that? Turn the music down for a second I want to get that isolated Do that one more time <laughs> Come on
4: I don't even know what I said It's a press on tattoo <laughs> What is that? Alright,
3: 815, <laughs> I'll mark that I got gotcha. you what, what voice is that? <laughs> what
7: group of people talk in that dialect?
4: <laughs> I think it's it's from a movie I think I'll find it It's, like, yes, a it's, press
5: called, on tattoo. it's
3: called Beth the Movie <laughs> <laughs> With the press on tattoos Tattoo Say it again one more time.
4: It's a press on tattoo. There
2: it is.
3: There it is.
4: I figured out what movie it is, guys. It's (laughs) Meg Ryan. In when a man loves a woman, she gives Andy Garcia a press-on tattoo as an anniversary present, and he opens it and he looks at it, and she says, "That's a press-on tattoo."
3: <laughs> I'm sure Bo has that at the ready on his contraption over there. Actually, it's better if that was just like something that you just that just happened organically, like like not from a movie, just from Beth. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of all lives to pilfer. That was, <laughs> it's a press-on tattoo. <laughs> Robin, hey, we're talking about. Gosh, we've gone down so far, so far down the rabbit hole. Uh, I've got to reset this as to what we uh, were talking about. To begin again with common problems we face every day that should have been solved by now. Mm-hmm. Inspired by a, a BuzzFeed list and then we've of course made our own as we are prone to do on this show. Robin, you're on WBT I want to chime in on this. How you doing?
12: Hey, doing great. Good to talk to you guys. Always. Uh, so good to hear y'all this morning. Oh, thank I'll you. I tell you what. I tell you what, guys. The BC and uh, uh the BC's and the goodies headache powders. Oh, the new wrapper they got uh-huh. it's supposed to tear across the dotted line. Uh huh. Oh, it, it's a pain. <laughs> sometimes you have to get your teeth in it. Yeah. Tear it, and sometimes that don't even
4: work. And you, know? you already uh-huh. have a headache when you're trying to open yeah. it.
12: Anybody else? Yeah. Exactly. So when and and, and the other, and the other thing, Milo's sweet tea. Now, <laughs> when they got that new, like they do, you know, you just talking about the mayonnaise. Uh huh. Darn they got this thing here. But they got, they made a little uh, cellophane thing that you pull up, yep. you know, and it, and it doesn't off, work. And it tears. Mm-hmm. And um, the problem with those two companies, I can't run the company. If I was running the company, <laughs> I would make it friendly.
1: Yeah. For sure.
3: So I'm listening uh, to you, Robin, and when I think of goodies, I can't not think of Richard Petty. And you sound kind of like Richard oh. Petty.
2: <gasps> oh, you do.
3: <gasps> Are you, in fact, Richard Petty? <laughs> You know
12: what I'm talking about? Uh, I, I wished I had the money. He did. <laughs> I wouldn't be driving a truck for a living. That's for
3: sure. Robin, talking about the goodies package. Goodies package. Alright, get... brother. Alright, man. Thank uh, you for calling. Thank you. Have, have right. you
4: ever taken goodies headache
3: powder? Have you done that? Never.
4: So it, it has like this little white wax paper thing inside of the wrapper, and then you have to pour it into the back of your your back of your mouth. It tastes terrible, but it, it is fast-acting, so you have to be, have the water on the ready. But if you ever pour it in the back of your throat and you do it wrong, boy, that'll <laughs> choke you to death.
3: <laughs> I've never tried goodies <laughs> now. It, it, I was pretty old the first time I actually did Alka-Seltzer, which kind of reminds me of the same thing. Like you get, there's, a, there's a process you have to go through
4: know that I've ever had
3: Alka-Seltzer actually yeah.
4: did you do it for it was it like a hangover Alka-Seltzer no
3: it was uh um... <laughs> oh <laughs> isn't that wow. what that's used for am I wrong it's like an upset stomach oh you know so I mean it could be for that but oh, okay. it wasn't in my case but uh Barbara is online too Barbara wants to weigh in welcome to the show hi good Barbara morning. hey good
4: morning Barbara
3: Uh,
11: Yeah, we're talking about what you had ever ordered off the back of a cereal box or whatever Oh, yes Uh, This was not the cereal box, it was an orange juice carton And it probably was 30 to 40 years ago (gasps) They had an offer that you could send in $2 plus the label and get a little miniature orange tree (laughs) <laughs> so, when it came, it was probably no more than 12 inches tall, very small. To this day, I still have that little orange tree. What? It's grown into a six, over six foot tree. Wow. It still bears little tiny oranges. And yeah, so that was the best $2 I guess I've ever invested. That's the
4: greatest story in the history of things from the back of a
3: box. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a bad business decision, <laughs> though, because if they're giving you an orange then you won't have to buy any more oranges in the future juice your own that's right
11: well no no these these
4: really are not edible they oh. are
11: so sour okay
3: oh
4: so they're like lemons they're more
5: grapefruit so it's yeah, not they... the greatest giveaway ever
4: i would love it no, i love
11: but, it but it is a conversation starter Oh, whenever yes. anybody sees it they want to know the story
3: i mean look what you've done you you you've, you've talked about it on a 50,000 watt radio station so that's quite the conversation yeah. starter <laughs>
4: Well, and now yeah, I feel like true. I feel like I have been cheated in some way, shape, or form because no one has ever offered me an orange tree on the back of my
3: orange juice. <laughs> well, they're sour anyway, Beth.
11: Yeah, I but love like them. I said, this is going back thirty, maybe even forty years ago. You know what it is? Remember. It's a
3: little orange tree.
11: <laughs> it's a press-on tattoo. Press-on tattoo. Little
4: orange tree. <laughs>
5: that's like a little orange tree. You can't eat them all. Let's do a show. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys old enough to remember? Because I'm a little bit older than you. The uh, they would have. Like little single record albums on the back of some cereal boxes oh. that you oh, could play yes. on the turntable. Oh, the turn floppy table. ones. We've talked yeah. about this. I don't even know how that technically even worked. But well, yeah, worked. And
4: they were square. Yeah. They were square. But they actually,
5: you could play them and on And they a were made of, of like, paper.
4: Mm-hmm. They were made of paper. And somehow
5: it worked. And yeah, and but it didn't sound very good. It didn't sound good. No, but the great. fact that it worked at all is amazing. I'll no, tell you, true. the
4: best ones were from Count Chocula and Boo Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if they still...
3: Don't forget Frankenberry. I
4: don't know if they still make Boo Berry or Frankenberry or Count Chocula, for that matter. They do. They, they do.
3: They don't look like the. the I remember the commercials.
4: But they, they the had kid. like they had at Halloween. The booberry would have like a, a soundtrack of like Goose and goblins.
3: <laughs> we, we talked about this.
11: Remember?
4: That
3: you got. I house. ordered. I ordered a floppy that record right that had this song on it when I was a kid.
4: See, that's not as cool as an orange Why would
3: a kid want that song? Well, it wasn't the song. It was the record. Like, I just thought it was cool that I could get a floppy record. I wanted to see if it worked.
4: (laughs) It was like they were made out of wax paper.
3: Yeah. Parchment Mm -hmm. paper. Parchment paper. Pirates. You could play it on the record player, and it served as the nation's declaration of independence. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Hey, I do know this. On the other side of the news, we're going to talk to congressional candidate Lee Brown. She was a part of our debate a week ago tonight, and we're going to talk to her one-on-one about how she plans on breaking away from the pack, because that's the deal, right? That's what you got to do yes. to get that nomination. She's one of
0: six. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: The road to election 2024 goes through Good Morning BT. Mr. Trump, welcome to Charlotte Radio. Good morning, Bob. Nikki Haley,
4: you have a unique voice that you bring to the table. Good morning. It's great to be with both of you. The
3: biggest names. Well, I appreciate you making some time for us here in Charlotte on WBT. Thank you, it's a great city. The biggest year.
4: Welcome to the District 8 North Carolina Republican Congressional Debate.
1: Continuing coverage of all the campaigns.
4: Jeff Jackson.
1: Good morning, thanks for having me. Congressman Dan Bishop. Good morning, Bo. Beth. Hi. Bo and Beth take you all the way to November.
3: Talking to U.S. Senator Tim Scott here on Good Morning BT. Thank you, Bo and Beth. It's good
1: to be with y'all. This is Good Morning BT.
3: One week ago tonight, Wingate University, you remember this. Final thoughts from each candidate will be around 45 seconds, we're going to start in reverse order and start with Lee Brown.
15: I enjoy my clients. I love living here. I'm born and raised in this district and I've raised my kids here. This district is important. We have the ideas that can bring this country around, but it only happens if you elect somebody that will absolutely put 10 toes down and not be squished over when they're asked to by their superiors in the Congress. Senator Tillis isn't backing me because I've got way too much principle for that. And I'm grateful because this is time for us to get people elected that will stand strong. It won't matter if there's a red wave if we elect more Mitt Romneys. Elect Lee Brown March 5th, LeeBrownForCongress.com. Thank you.
3: And so that was a week ago and now on the WBT hotline, one-on-one on Good Morning BT with Bo and Beth here. It is candidate Lee Brown. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning. It's good to be with y'all.
4: We're so glad that you took time to join us this morning. Now, if folks are just hearing your name for the first time, especially if they are in District 8, in your congressional district, and they didn't hear the debate, let's start with the big ask. Why? Why are you running for Congress in the newly drawn 8th District? And you know why do you think you would be the perfect candidate to take over for uh, Congressman Bishop?
15: Well, I appreciate that question, but I'm going to start with the end of what you said there, Beth, because you mentioned a perfect candidate. I don't think there such a thing exists. And frankly, I believe in politics. We've got to do a better job of electing people that we don't expect to be perfect, but that we expect to listen to us. That being said, I'm running because I feel the country at a turning point. I see it with what my kids are hearing in school. I see it in real estate with the attack on property rights. I see it every day when I go to food line to get groceries. And there's a feeling in the pit of my stomach that the folks we've elected in D.C. have turned into a class of elites that is separated from me and from you and from Bo and everybody who's listening. And I don't like that divide. Our country was built on servant leadership, not elite leadership. And frankly, as somebody who's been a realtor for years, and who said, I'm not bragging, I'm interviewing for a job. Well, I'm interviewing for the job of congressman because I think a new perspective from somebody who's had to earn their living every single day from scratch could be exactly the kind of viewpoint that help things move in a different direction
3: so lee brown you were uh, unique last week and that you were the one person who was on stage the last time we did a debate before that Uh, you've been in one of these uh, hotly contested primaries before and obviously in that first one district nine that dan bishop ultimately won you didn't win that one but what did you take away from that experience that now says to you uh... uh, that i've got to do it differently this time around and so what's the strategy to break out from the pack because one of you's got to do that
15: Well, for starters, I live in the district this time, so last time in the old District 9, my residence was four miles outside the district boundaries, and even though I owned real estate inside Union County, the voters were very clear at saying, we want one of us to be elected, and I was told that many, many times, so I took it to heart, and then of course, the other thing I learned that was, I think, a good lesson for everybody who hates how... Nasty politics can be. Mm-hmm. I never got into the whole attack mode because I'm just not wired for that. And Dan, who has done a ridiculously good job in the Congress and been so effective so quickly, he and I spoke all the time during the primary and after because the relationships should matter more than the person in the seat. And What Dan would call me about was to get my input on real estate-related issues, to ask me what I was seeing in the field and what I was seeing from my professional standpoint because he understood that his expertise was not in that particular strain, and he looked for input. Well, we built a great relationship, and I think that's something that I could bring to the table because I'm a relationship builder, and I learned how to... Things could be done well, and that's what I want to carry forward. Now, you just mentioned
4: that um, Congressman Bishop would reach out to you for real estate issues. You mentioned in your, uh, your first answer that you notice what's going wrong with our country when you just go to Food line. You know, down the street, you realize that inflation is a big issue. What are some of the top issues that you plan to go to Washington fighting for or fighting against if you are the person that makes it out of this pack of six?
15: That's a great question. I don't think there's any dispute right now that the number one issue we're facing is this open border. It's affecting every angle of life. And I have a friend who knows where these illegals are being dropped off right in Cabarrus County. And when I've asked the local law enforcement about it, they've said there's nothing we can do unless they commit a crime because there's not really a... A good basis for going after it, but when people come into our community, we want them to have followed the laws. So I just want to point out there too. I think the immigration and immigrant word has become conflated. Not everybody who comes to this country is an illegal border crosser. I mean, Charlotte's area is completely full of people who immigrated here following the laws. They've been an amazing contributor to the society. They've done the assimilation it's been good for all of us the issue we're talking about just to be very clear is the people who refuse to follow our laws and want to come in and they're coming in bringing fentanyl and i can tell you the impacts are happening because one of my daughter's best friends had a fentanyl overdose not through something she intended to happen but being young and frankly young and stupid you shouldn't die for being young and stupid but the fentanyl shouldn't be here It's being manufactured in china and brought over the border. The sex trafficking. I mean, we should all be completely horrified at what is happening right under our noses in this district. I mean, this is not something that's happening miles and miles away. We know that Concord Mills Mall is one of the biggest sex trafficking hubs in the country, and our law enforcement are doing everything they can to shut it down. Our DA in Cabarrus County has made it a mission. Our sheriff is working so hard to get a handle on it but you're putting a finger in the dike and we've got to get it stopped so when i looked at that vote yesterday on my workers i was just astonished that we don't have a full-throated the man is not doing his job response from both parties because this is not something that affects one side of the aisle of other it affects every single citizen and it's primarily affecting people who don't expect it to hit them i mean I'm not going to take illegal drugs. I don't feel like I'm as much at risk of fentanyl, but I see a young person who's staring at social media. Their brain's not fully formed. They are targets, and the same thing with the trafficking going on, which is existing human slavery. In fact, that vote yesterday on Mayorkas, they could have started with the fact that he's trying not to do his job. The fact that the border agents are being told not to enforce the border is, to me, the biggest dereliction of duty outside of not doing the proactive things to close the border and deport the illegals that are amongst us, but instead they are actively saying we're not going to do anything. And I think that's, I wouldn't allow it in my house. I mean, think about it. When you were being, coming up as a teenager and you wanted to break the rules, I think all teenagers do, you expect your parent to say, no, we have boundaries here. And that's what makes for an excellent adult later on, is learning how to respect boundaries. We're not doing that as a sovereign nation, and we should, because this is, it's just out of control, and I'm astonished that more people
3: aren't upset about it. Lee Brown running for District 8 U.S. Congress. She was on stage with us a week ago. She's got five competitors, and they're all eyeing Super Tuesday coming up in about a month. We appreciate talking to you one on one, and I'm sure we'll talk again, but hope you have a great day.
15: Thank you, Bo and Beth. It's an honor to be with you today. and appreciate what you're
3: doing. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. We are working our way further and further down the Bo and Beth rabbit hole. It's what we do here. And we talk politics and we talk about the news of the day, but really my favorite days on this show end up being days we get started on something and it sort of wraps around everything else and comes back around and you know, and, and part of the way we know that we're not done with it yet is because you're, you're calling us, you're texting us, you're emailing us. Yep. GMBT show at WBT.com, 704-570-1110. Let's go to Ken. Ken's on line one. Hi, Ken. Welcome to the show.
12: Hey, Bo and Beth. Good to talk to you again.
8: Hey, Ken. Um, I am a big uh, baseball glove collector, and uh, many years ago, Uh, I think with two or three box tops and about $3, I ordered a Mickey Mantle baseball glove with the Faxamil signature in the palm. What? Yeah, and it's an adult glove. I mean, it's really uh, not a toy. It's an actual glove that you can use. And uh, that's about a $400 glove now, and I still have it along with my others. And uh, uh. but anyway, that's what I got off the back of a post cereal box. Now,
4: see, that's a cool get.
8: Yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, I've got about 260 gloves, and that's one of my favorites.
3: Holy pajoli. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's funny because today everything's so instant. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you scan a QR code or you, you text somebody and get something right back. Back in the day, we had to go to some trouble. To, to get anything, like you, you had to cut off, you know, you had to get the address on the back of the cereal box, and then you had to put it in an envelope with a self-addressed stamped envelope, with put the it in the mail, purchase. and then like you had to wait like <laughs> seven or eight weeks uh-huh. to get it back. But, you know, right. get, I think that's part of the deal is uh, by the time you got it back, you felt like you'd gone through some trouble to get it.
4: And then it just felt precious to you because you had worked so hard to get it. So I can imagine when you got that glove, I bet that was a, a hoot and a half.
8: <laughs> yeah, it still is. I still enjoy looking at it. And, what uh, what cereal still, was it, did you say? What's What's that again? What cereal was it? I can't remember the cereal, but it was made by Post. P- Post. Post, Post.
4: cereal. Yeah. I think it was Raisin Bran that he had stuff. I remember getting, and I think it was Trix cereal. I got the uh, the proofs of purchase, and you would cut them, and you'd put them in the envelope. I, I think I got a mood ring. I think I ordered a mood ring. You remember yeah. those rings that you could put uh-huh. on your finger and they change
3: colors based on your mood? It's the same concept as when you go to the, uh, you know, back in the day we would go to Chuck E. Cheese or now you go to, like they still have some of these at the beach or like Dave and Buster's where you go and you get tickets. You oh, know gosh, And the amount yes. of tickets that you had to get in order to get like a, you know, like a ring. Like a pixie stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when you, if you go to the actual store, you could buy like. 40 of them for for half the price. Right, but.
4: but with the effort, I took my nephews to one of those little arcades, and they still had the tickets, and there was this one thing that looked like a Wheel of Fortune game, and it could land on one teeny tiny sliver where you could win 10,000 tickets, and it landed on that, and the 10,000 tickets started coming out, and we just sat on the floor. It took like 20 minutes for all of the tickets to come out, and then by the time we went up to the, the counter to get all the items, he basically could have he bought every item. We got like pencil erasers, and warheads, and Sour Patch Kids, and like... Like weird, smelly stuffed yeah. animals?
6: standalone Smelly stuffed animals? Yeah,
4: because they they smell weird and they have like
3: the little plastic beads in them. Standalone erasers. Oh, wow. yes, That's something I haven't thought erasers. about in a while. Yeah, and it was skee-ball most of the time that you would win the tickets on. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man, I still love that game. I love skee-ball.
14: You guys are so old.
3: Yeah, well, well, I mean, we just learned it all from you. <laughs> <laughs>
14: trick cereal. Tricks.
3: Mood You know, ring. You know what tricks are For Come kids. on for kids made for kids
14: the governor is with us for the next hour big wednesday show you ready to go i'm ready ready i'm gonna step on so many toes people will be screaming let the screaming begin hang on we'll be right back
0: life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
1: From News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. This is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman.
14: Wednesday morning means the former governor and mayor, Pat McCrory, in the house. Uh, Well prepared, as always. (laughs) Been preparing for this uh, show for a week. Uh This one hour that I put so much emphasis on in my life. Wait a minute. You didn't say it right. Your preparation for this show is weak.
11: (laughs) (laughs) One day I'll tell a story. And some will say it was just a
14: fairy tale. Everything you said is true. <laughs> people who know, know. But you show? said people that know, know. I don't know. I know. <laughs>
6: <laughs> We're here in Charlotte with the mayor, the Honorable Pat McCrory. I mean, he's been club champion for three years
14: running, and I'm... Time to play the game! Myself. How dare
6: you! Your
1: points are more than valid. 14 years as Charlotte Mayor, Governor of the Tar Heel State, Pat McCrory. Me
9: now, North Carolina Governor, Pat McCrory. Governor, thank you so much for being here. Speaking of so, this so. now, with North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory,
1: four years as NC Governor.
14: This is quite an honor for me today. I'm overwhelmed and I'm honored to be on the Main Street of our beautiful capital city. Uh, the Boy Scouts in the audience and they may be getting scared. We served together when I was Governor of
12: Indiana, and uh, he did a great job. Job, pat mccrory i honest uh, bo i don't i don't know how good he is on radio you'll have to
8: tell him that i said that
6: okay just please for a minute i haven't felt this bad since the late 70s it's the only time i felt worse is when i had to carry you on my back every day <laughs>
8: i gotta go i really i really have the time breathing that's the you step on he right brought there. it home <laughs> very good do you do anything anymore
14: He's back in studio. Uh, Howard finished tearing down the house next to me.
4: Oh, your buddy?
14: Yeah, he's gone. I'll never see him again. No, well, no, no, I have to correct you. He's never gone now.
12: You go. Do you do anything anymore?
14: <laughs> One of my favorite lines of all time. Do you do anything anymore? <laughs> I think if everyone asked themselves that question every day, they would start doing something. <laughs>
10: Live a better life.
14: Yeah.
4: Do something every day, Pat.
14: Hey, Bo, do you do anything anymore? Hey,
4: Bo, do you do anything anymore? <laughs>
14: <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling better today? Because last week uh, you were not in studio because of COVID. I had COVID last week. I probably got it in New York two weeks ago. But I'm feeling great. I'm oh, feeling really good. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to be here. A lot going on. I was, in while having COVID in bed, I listened to your radio show at night uh, doing the congressional debate. <gasps> I You're was looking. sitting there in bed, just in terrible shape. I, I was pretty weak from COVID, and uh, just sleepy and tired. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, you know, I got to cut on my phone here, and I pulled up the internet on wbt.com and and uh, listened to your uh, debate. Y'all did an outstanding job, along with the whole team at WBT. Well, thank you. What did you think <clears throat> of the uh, participants? Well, the good news is, unlike uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden and Ted Budd and many others who avoid debates, uh, I commend these people for participating in the debate. They showed up. They showed up. The bad news is they didn't say anything. Ah, They told us what the problem is. They told us what everyone wanted to hear. But they didn't tell us their solution. And their solution has to include, if you're running for the House of Representatives, How to get enough votes for a bill to pass, not only the House, but the Senate, and get it signed by the President. They all brought up things they would vote for, but they didn't bring up things that would pass. And isn't that the reason to go to Congress? Is to get things changed, like the border right now is in a horrible position. has been for decades, but it's the worst it's ever been. So what do you have to do in Congress? you got to get a bill that will pass the House, the Senate, and will be signed by the President of the United States. You see, that's part of our Constitution, just to remind all of you who were in that debate. It's not just you raising hell and telling us what the problem is. Oh my god, we got to do something, and I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to stand for you. I'm going to fight against illegal immigration. No, what bill will you get passed and what will your persuasion be to get the sufficient number of votes? You see, that's how it works in Congress. And every candidate, many who I like, by the way, have been friends, stated the problem, stated their solution, we need to we need to stop the border, we need to do whatever, which we all agree with. But you've got to get the votes. And as we see in Congress right now, no one has the votes. And when the people who work to get the votes done then present the bill, everyone goes, no, that's not exactly what we want. Therefore, I'm voting against it. Therefore, you've done nothing. And doing nothing is doing something. Let me repeat that. Doing nothing is doing something. And that something is an uncontrolled border right now. But they're so proud of themselves in Washington right now. I fought against this bill. Okay, you fought against that bill. What bill did you write to get sufficient votes? Because you have a three-vote majority in Congress, in the House of Representatives. You're in the minority in the Senate, and you're in the, you don't control the White House between now and January. In other words, there is a math in the Constitution. Basic math. So every one of the congressional candidates said what the audience wanted to hear. I'm going to fight for you. I'm not going to compromise. I want to... I'm, 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 I'm. But their goal in Congress, you got to have the leadership to get the votes, as opposed to the leadership to stand on the Capitol steps and yell and scream which accomplished nothing.
4: What do you think of this narrative that, that, that they aren't accomplishing anything on the border <clears> because they want to continue using it as a campaign issue, both Democrats and Republicans?
14: Well, this is what's happening. You know, see, I've played the game. I've been played by the game. I'm here to expose the game. The game is this, the Democrats are losing terribly in the polls on immigration. I don't know why. I never understood why Democrats don't want to control the border and enforce the law. I still don't understand it to this day. So it's backfiring on him. Finally, the American people are looking at the TV set and going, this is out of control. And the Democratic mayors are saying, this is out of control. So finally, they're caving in. They're caving in. Even though they, they control the Senate and the White House and only have a three-vote minority, they're caving in. And therefore, the most conservative U.S. senators said, okay, let's draft a bill. This guy's more conservative than Jesse Helms was so he writes a bill getting 80% of what the Republicans have been asking for because the Democrats want to win their elections too they write the bill it's presented, they go oh, he's a Mitt Romney, we can't sign this bill and therefore nothing will be done nothing will be done congratulations to all Republicans and Democrats, you're getting nothing done while the border is out of control. And yes, many of these people are coming into North Carolina. Yes, they're going to New York and Chicago and Phoenix and Seattle and Portland and San Francisco. And it's going to be a danger to all of us. And they're accomplishing nothing because their goal is to win the primary in a safe district, and then they walk into the general election because of the gerrymandered districts in both the Republican and Democratic Party. Congratulations. You fought for us.
3: All right, coming up, uh, among the things I want to ask you about, uh, we got to talk about Ronna McDaniel, too. we got to talk about uh, the the RNC chairmanship. and uh, not You might only
14: not want to hear what I'm saying.
3: No, saying. I, I, I want to hear what you got to say.
14: Uh, <laughs> I've been wondering about this all morning. Man. That was one of the best Grammy performances in the history of the Grammy Awards. I saw, I saw Tracy Chapman in the late 90s. You did? In San Francisco, I was at a mayor's conference, and she was the guest singer. In front of all the mayors, and she came out with her guitar and sang this song. And then Willie Mays came out and said hello to everyone. Wow. That was pretty cool. I don't know what year it was in, but it was a long time ago, long before you were born. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I remember after she sang that song, I went and bought her album. Yeah.
3: Well, this song this song is back at number one, or was for a, a day or two, back at number one on iTunes because of so much interest from the, the Luke Combs duet the other night which I thought was I never really liked the song without her and Luke is from North Carolina yeah I mean he's a great artist but that's one of those songs to me that it's kind of like I can only hear that uh,
14: with Tracy Chapman mm. but now that they've done it together that sort of uh, he's like, got a great voice and the way he didn't try to change it right but it was still his own I I, I like him and I thought it was he showed deference yes. to
4: her that was my favorite part the way that he looked at yeah. her the yeah. way that he looked her at her And
14: her smile yeah. uh, It was very I've watched it probably I was on a plane yesterday And uh, coming back And i watched it 20 times on my TikTok or Not TikTok I don't have, get TikTok
4: Instagram probably
14: No I don't get that either Myspace Twitter
4: Twitter X
14: Whatever <laughs> I don't know how to do all that stuff But it was on Twitter The whole thing That's cool I listen to YouTube music All the time too I love live versions of music.
4: Yeah, you've introduced me to different live versions of songs. Yeah. You're
3: very good at that.
14: Thank you. Thank you. Did you, uh, so uh, just for a second, you're
3: talking about the Grammys. So Luke Luke Combs (sighs) basically got Tracy Chapman to perform for the first time in years. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Billy Joel. He performed at the end of the broadcast, and it was because he's written this new song because a fan, you know, basically hounded him for several
14: years. You know, that was kind of an understatement, though. It was kind of at the end of the show, and no one was paying attention. I'm a big Billy Joel fan. I've oh, seen yeah, him too. in concert probably eight times. I saw him in 1975 at the Greensboro Coliseum back up to the Beach Boys. So are you, are you digging the new song? Somehow See, Beth and I love it. I haven't heard it enough. It's a nice song. I'm a big... His Piano Man album is my favorite album in my top five albums of yeah, all time. Yeah, of course. So, um, but
3: when they said no, this okay. was going to happen, I was skeptical, and I worried that it was not going to live up to what I wanted it to be. And I,
14: I, I, it did for it me. It was good. The problem with the Beatles and Stones and uh, Billy Joel come out with this, all these new songs, the older people like me don't buy records anymore. <laughs> so they don't sell a lot. Oh, you come on this show and I play it for you. Yeah, like I like the new Beatles song too.
4: I love it. I yeah. downloaded it. And
14: yet it didn't, wasn't a huge hit, and I thought it was a great song. Great John Lennon song.
10: For-
4: I downloaded this one too, the Billy Joel song. I'm one of those old folks who does, I, I i download still.
14: We all are in this room, even Bernie. We've rubbed off on him. Mm-hmm. Bernie. I know Bernie's taking David uh, from Asheville's place today. Is David, uh, did the immigration police finally get him? <laughs> He crossed the border from Columbia.
3: <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Uh, we mentioned Ronna McDaniel, and uh, yeah, Ronna—it's all now. The latest word is that Ronna McDaniel is going to step down
14: uh, after you Super think? Tuesday.
3: Yeah, she's she's out of here. But now the timing on it looks like it's going to be after
14: Super the Tuesday. The minute they moved Michael Watley over to her office as chief legal counsel, while also staying keeping the job here in North Carolina. Her days were numbered. And I hope she didn't believe Michael when he said, I'm just here to help. Because, no, he was there to take her job. Believe me. I know the game. I play the game. I'm here to expose the game. Michael Watley went up to take her job on behalf of Donald Trump. Because Michael Watley and Donald Trump. Michael, I've known him for years. He used to work for Elizabeth Dole, who would now be kicked out of her party, by the way. She would be considered probably too liberal, Elizabeth Dole. Along with now Tom Tillis, who is the most conservative member of the House of Representatives in the state of North Carolina ever, and yet he doesn't meet the criteria anymore. According to your congressional debate, it's just amazing. But Michael, uh, Michael will do what Michael needs to do. My experience with him—that's might might be all I say. He loves to go to Mar Largo and and worship the stars and see the people and. So if uh, if uh, former President Trump says jump, Michael will say ow oh, hi. And 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 the president former president likes that type of person around him, doesn't like people who object. And so he'll have his guy and as soon as he gets in, um it won't be Michael running the Republican Party, it'll be the Trump machinery out of Mar Largo running the party, which that's okay. If he's you know winning that the president usually has control of the party and that's how the thing the the game works so Rona was trying trying to meet trying to do her job because the party is supposed to be neutral in all elections Michaels wasn't good at this in North Carolina either he the party was never neutral in party elections they're supposed to be according to party rules and Rona was having a problem when she got a call from Donald and said hey I want you to go and declare me the victor after New Hampshire, and she refused to do it. She at first did it, but then she backed off because the other candidates were going, you can't do that. That's against party platforms. She said, you're right. You're right. I've got to follow the rules of the Republican Party, and then Trump didn't like that. And so she tried to have it both ways, and you can't do that. She tried to actually follow the rules of the party structure, Michael attempted that in North Carolina and then he catered to the same pressures and and, uh, I saw an example of where Michael in North Carolina broke every party rule in the book in certain elections. But that's all I'll say. News Talk
3: 1110-993-WBT. You know what we do on Wednesdays? We have the governor, former mayor Pat McCrory in the house lots to talk oops i just lost the music sorry about that folks <laughs> that's my fault here we go and scene well we lost Boy, your music that
14: kind there. of just went dead didn't it <laughs>
3: yeah i didn't mean i didn't mean for that to happen that was totally my fault. that
14: was me sorry bo was it really oh yeah
3: oh i thought it was me uh,
14: he, i think someone got <laughs> I'll a hold take the, of david's. i'll take the blame i think Wait. someone got a hold of david's supply in the corner i'll there. take the blame here
3: well here we go again yeah just doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. back to where we were. All right. News Talk so Like Let I've me... heard this before. Yeah. WBT, the governor, who joins us on Wednesdays. Got some stuff coming up on the schedule to talk about here as far as the Charlotte City government goes. Charlotte City Council meeting in just a few days and on the docket.
14: Actually, it was next... on. I think it was on the docket last week.
3: Oh, I thought you were talking about what's coming up on Monday. No. I,
14: I got this note. I got a note from a website called Roof Above. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm looking. I don't know, at. dear Roof Above family. Tonight, our city council will hear a recommendation for the Housing Safety and Community Committee to restore criminal penalties for six ordinances, largely in response to a call to improve quality of life issues. Really, to improve safety, <laughs> should have been.
3: Okay, so we're on the same we're on the same yeah. subject here, but yeah. but coming up on Monday, February twelfth, they're gonna vote on these ordinances. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's what I was getting at.
14: So it says these ordinances, things like public urination, yep. open container, and sleeping prone on a park bench are already on the books. Right now people can be fined for these ordinances, but council will decide whether to restore the ability of police to arrest these people. My question, which I want to ask the D B T reporters to follow through on. Excuse me. Some of the smoke over here from David's <laughs> supply is coming this way, and it's really having an impact on me.
8: <laughs>
3: WTDBT.
14: So my question is this. When when did the city council decide in the past to vote not to allow the police to arrest people for public Tinkling Thank you (laughs) Or for open containers Or for sleeping on benches Because when I was mayor for 14 years I made sure we enforced it We didn't allow people to sleep on the sidewalks We didn't allow people to sleep on the park benches We didn't allow people to just Take a whiz in the corner of a building (laughs) Or poop Or that And that's happening too That's what you see in San Francisco, that's what you see in Portland, and that's what you see in Charlotte. So my question is, I know it didn't happen before 2009, so my question to the city council and mayor, when did they vote on telling the police not to arrest people? Because since then, the police has gone to hell in a handbag, not the police, the city. And it's—I believe in the Giuliani rule, rule before he started drinking heavily, himself. And that is, you take care of the little stuff, and you don't have the big stuff happen. And I really did follow that rule as mayor. I'm a conservative. I'm the old-time conservative who believes in enforcing the law. <clears throat> I don't know if that's defined as a true conservative anymore, but I'm a true conservative who said if you take a whiz on the public street, you get arrested and you're thrown in jail. You're not given a parking ticket that you'll never pay or you whiz on after getting it. (laughs) I'm not going to let you sleep in the front of a business that's trying to keep its doors open and pay salaries. And that's apparently what we've been doing in Charlotte. So under what mayor did this happen, Mayor Fox. Mayor Cannon, Mayor Claude Felder, and the 30 other mayors that followed me. When did the liberals pass an ordinance telling the police not to enforce the laws on the book? And why didn't they do a press conference on it? And why don't they proudly declare this in their political brochures in our one-party system in Charlotte, North Carolina? Call wbt right now if you have the answer to that when did they vote on this and what mayor endorsed this decriminalization of taking whizzes on our public street the only place that should be allowed is maybe on the golf course (laughs) (laughs) all right Nine forty-three on WBT. Oh, wait a minute! HR is at the window right now. They're, yeah, well, I mean the D. They're wanting to meet with me after uh, this. Could be my last. Yeah, this could be my last show. All right. <laughs> Again.
3: I don't usually do this when you're uh, in here, but occasionally we'll head to the. Uh, phone I asked.
14: Line. I asked for someone to call. And You flew the bat signal. I did the bat signal, and Pete Callender called up and said, I got an answer for you, and it's quite a remarkable answer. The question is, city council's discussing reinstating ordinances where you could actually arrest people and put them in jail for public urination, or as I say, whizzing on the sidewalk, Mm -hmm. uh, for sleeping, for open container laws, and I went... I know I didn't do this when I was mayor or on city council for 20 years. So when did this happen? And my gosh, Pete, Pete has the answer.
3: Pete Calliner, you're on WBT. Yes.
8: (laughs) Good morning. I, well, you know me, I'm a giver. And so when I heard uh, Pat ask the question, looking for, somebody to offer up the answer. I can tell them it was not the Charlotte City Council that actually did this. It was the Republican-controlled state legislature. Senate Bill 300 took effect December 2021, and uh, they basically kicked down to the local jurisdictions, the cities and the counties. Uh, it gave them the uh, the decision-making authority whether to criminalize certain you know, nuisance laws, certain local ordinances. It said if they want to make these things uh, criminal, they can do so. They also forbid certain criminal ordinances or certain types of ordinances, like uh, certain development or, uh, uh, ordinances or licensure and regulation stuff. You couldn't criminalize those, so they banned criminalization of that stuff. But they said all these other things, all these local ordinances, they become de facto civil uh. crimes, but you can criminalize them, but you have to do that.
14: So, they were doing a favor for one group of people in the state legislature, and they had to apply it to everything, probably. Seems like it. Yeah. And they were. Yeah, like I know the game. I've, I've played the game. I've been played I've by the that. game. And so, our <laughs> Republican legislature all, so, all these Republican legislators who are now running commercials for whatever office they're running about how we need to be tough on crime, they actually wrote a bill signed by Cooper, I assumed, which decriminalized things, but to let them off the hook, the city councils have had a chance to reinstate those laws, right, Pete?
4: Well, that way they can, blame, they can blame whoever runs whatever city crime is bad in,
8: right? Well, but also, keep in mind also, you've got um, the, the demand by a lot of cities for local control. Right? They've been making demands on Republicans in the in Raleigh uh, that Republicans are always usually historically about
14: local control well they they and used so to be. They, they, they actually to anything, yeah they've gone the opposite way in the last twenty years
8: right. when they got control of the state government, then all of the arguments <laughs> seemed to flip where the you know the Democrats yeah. who were running the cities they used to want. Um, uh, The Democrats did not want local control. They wanted to be a mother-may-I state. Uh, But then when the legislature flipped, then the roles reversed. And so, yeah, you've got this. uh, This was done in order to say, okay, cities, you want more control over this stuff and what is and isn't criminal activity. You go right ahead and decide to do that. But, you know, counties and, and towns... That want to keep these things, criminal uh, uh, penalties attached, they can do so. Wow.
14: Well, I hope the city reinstates those immediately, and they should have restated them a long time ago. Yeah. And the state legislature should have made this clear. But I guarantee you, they were doing a favor for one group that was asking for decriminalization. It was probably nonviolent crimes, but it was probably costing them. And uh, in order to do that, they had to apply it to everything.
1: Yeah, well, I
8: remember this was 2021, yeah. so this was shortly, you know, on the heels of the uh, the summer of mostly peaceful, but sometimes fiery protests in the summer of love.
14: Wow. Caller, wow. We, we appreciate it. You don't see it. this in any of the commercials that are being <laughs> run now, because a lot of state legislators are running for, like, Congress and everything, how they're going to be tough on crime, but they're not stating this in their commercials. Pete,
3: it's been real. Pete? Yes. Thank you,
14: guys. (laughs) By the way, Pete, I'm going to be on your show, apparently, at 12 o'clock today, right? 12-something. I don't know. I have people that book those. uh, Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. He's right next to me. I just want to warn you, he's been in David from Asheville's stash all day, so he might not be in good shape. No,
8: I was curious. I was curious. I heard you talking about Michael Watley, and so I would love to be able to uh, sort of pick your brain on that uh, On that, and uh, also get your take on the immigration. If I'm old enough to remember when uh, you had put together the mayor's task force on immigration that took a first look at um, yeah. that assessing. The and they used that laws. against
14: me in a commercial for the Senate race. Right. Well, that's the game. That's the game. And I was more conservative on that issue than... Any legislator, who overrode my vetoes as governor? Hey Pete, that's a whole other story. Have you no. been played by the game? No. Okay. No, no he's I never. When, well, when he was in Asheville, you know, he was hanging around some of the weird people in Asheville. Pete is the game. I think. I mean, that's uh, what they call me, Pete. I knew <laughs> you and, Pete. Pete, I knew you in Asheville, and you kind of got compromised there a little bit. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You don't remember, obviously. No,
8: I haven't gotten the photos or the extortion letters. So, yeah, no, I don't
14: uh, Pete, this is
3: what we call Pat McCrory gamesmanship right right (laughs) now. Ah. See, yeah.
4: All right, well. Pete uh, does a good
14: job. Oh, Pete is awesome.
4: Awesome call, Pete. Thank you so much for calling us. And,
14: Pete, one other thing we can talk about is should uh, the state of North Carolina build a major league baseball? Ooh, that's a different kind of game. Give money. I I like that. I called Cooper once, which I think is crazy, too. Well,
8: thanks for having me, first time caller, long time. Thanks a lot.
3: Yeah, thank Thank you. You ought to get in the business. He has a great voice. Long time caller, first time listener, right? I hope that's not true. We're the choice of Pete's, (laughs) Bo. All Pete's, even Callender's. All right, Governor and Pete Callender and everybody, thank you.
14: Talk to you next week. Thank you, big guy. All right. Beth Troutman. Hey, Beth. Beth, Yes. Don't go whizzing around Charlotte.
4: I I can't. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to do as a lady.
14: (laughs) Get back, Loretta. (laughs)